0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com host.
1: Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome everyone to a happy Easter edition of the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Easter weekend to some. A happy WrestleMania X7 slash Michael Barrymore pool party anniversary weekend to others. Yes, they were the same weekend. I'm as shocked as you. No way. I'm shocked. This is Ross Twiddell. How are you doing?
2: What a smart young gentleman you are, Matthew. Dressed up for the occasion today for audio listeners. He's wearing a tie, which he's going to lift up and show you the reference of right now. Look at that. It's 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 Jojo. Jojo.
1: Yeah. WWE ring announcer Jojo. Yes, on that's right. Go and handle a Jojo tie to impress Bray Wyatt. And how are you this fine week, pal? I'm not too bad. I. It's been a topsy turvy one
2: for me because uh, this week I had to break the news to everybody that the weekly sort of WTF moments videos on the channel are coming to an end uh, just after WrestleMania. And I was fearing the worst, uh, the reaction of that because everyone hates change. No matter yet whether you have to do it or you, you don't have to do it. We have to, we have to do it in this, sort of, in this situation. But thankfully, it's been sort of 95 to 97% positive, I would say. Not in terms of like people going, yeah, good, get it away, get it go. But in terms of people being supportive and nice about it. So, um, yeah, thank everyone who sent me a tweet or a, a comment on the video or whatever. But it's it's uh, much appreciated. And then it, uh, Mark Goldbridge, the Straight to Hell, went live yesterday. And the
1: mentions went like that. So it was, it's been a topsy-turvy old week, Matthew. How are you doing? I'm grand, I woke up late, slept for my alarm, always good, uh, so I had to cram a lot of stuff in, and it's all worked out great. Got my hair done, uh, well, I mean washed, and uh, yeah, <laughs> put on a nice shirt, I'm talking with two of my favourite people in the world right now, everything's good. Let's hope Jack's gonna say the same, I was going to be really awkward if we've got two people really happy, <laughs> Jack's miserable. No, Jack, what have you got for us?
3: I'm in a good mood as well, um, hey. I-, I went on a big long walk last night and my legs are killing, but apart from that, I feel good, feel refreshed from it. Um, got stopped by the police at one point. (laughs) What were you doing? Nothing. I wasn't doing anything, but um, I walked, you know, Hadrian's Walk along the, like, round Walls End and Walker all the way down. And I got through St. Peter's Basin, right? One for all the, one for the slim percentage of people listening who are from the area. And there was a police car. And the area that I just walked through is quite a quiet, dark area at night. And there was a a police car pulling up and it stopped next to me and I was like, oh, okay. And the, the, driver the the officer inside went like excuse me have you seen a a man dressed in a gray hoodie on his phone and I went no sorry no no I haven't and I kept going he was like all right no worries have a good night and all that kept going and then I thought like an hour before I'd passed someone in a gray jumper on his phone but not on his phone like on like looking at his phone and I and then I thought did the did the policeman mean on looking at his phone rather than on his phone, and I'm worried that I've just let some like horrible criminal get away. I know. I yeah, know. I'm
2: shocked and appalled that you didn't pin that guy down and put his arm behind his back and then call the police. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: citizens arrest and all that stuff. Just, just, just on instinct when I first walked past him. Yeah. <laughs> He's up to no good. He was bigger than me. So what you're saying is, Jack, you let the criminal go past because it wasn't your problem. Anyway. <laughs> Basically, what you're saying is, you had the very first. 15 minutes or so of Spider-Man. Yeah,
3: someone, I told this story on Twitch and someone did say, is this Jack's Peter Parker origin story? <laughs> he's going um, to rob our house and batter Owen. I'm going to feel terrible. Yeah.
1: When I came back, all my football manager saves had been wiped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, good times. Well, it's good we're all doing well. Got the new section to go through. I'll get the miserable bit out of the way first as people watch the lovely stream I did on Sunday. Well, no, um found out that uh, Blade Braxton passed away unexpectedly a few days ago. Uh, just to summarize a bit, because I know they're the very young and they're very old who watch these shows and listen to us. Blade Braxton was somebody who contributed massively to the website WrestleCrap. Took so a few people a few generations earlier. This was a big deal, websites like WrestleCrap back in the day. And even though Ardy Reynolds was the dad of wrestlecrap.com, Blade Braxton was easily the uncle book. The operation, he'd come along, good times, talk crap. He'd be like, yay, Blades here. And a huge influence on me. I discovered Russell Crapper, my, uh, my school's PCs, were supposed to be working during IT lessons. I discovered that, loved it, and kept on listening and watching all these amazing stupid podcasts they do for six and a half hours. So if you think I was along, just mm-hmm. saying back in the day. Uh And I'm very touched and flattered by the fact I got to meet him Thanks to StarCast. Uh, met him in Chicago and then in Vegas, and it was like talking to someone, even though it was the first time we met, talking to someone we'd known for years. So we don't just follow each other's work, we talked, we talked for hours about complete crap. We ate crap food together, we drank crap beer together, and it was great. Loved it. And then he came over last year to do some filming for the Trauma film, which hasn't been finished yet, obviously, because of COVID. And I'm very flattered of the fact that I've got to meet him and hang out with him and let him know what an influence he was on me. And, yeah, again, sorry for the sour, but it's, it's me in a weird spot because people like that, because they weren't around in the YouTube period or the Facebook or Twitter period, almost, you know, almost like the Stone Age for some people who aren't appreciative of the people who have come before us, like when Larry Zonka passed last year and stuff like that. So uh, so I won't take too much time, but I just want to say, like, a big shout-out and much appreciated to Blake Braxton and Nadia Reynolds, everybody else, mm. and uh, condolences to him and his family and everything else, and, uh, yeah... I mean, you two example. I mean, do you did you remember Russell Crap? Was that an influence oh, on you God, at all? Oh God, yeah, or?
3: yeah, hundred um, percent. It was it was one of those things like you say before the YouTube wrestling era. It was it was websites like Russell Crap where you got where where I learn about a lot of the funniest and most infamous incidents in wrestling history. It's it's just so entertaining, and yeah, it's a, it's a massive shame.
1: Yeah. And yourself, Ross.
2: That was before my time. Well, not before my time, but before, you know, it wasn't part of my wrestling experience back in the day. But uh, I've read many positive things about him over the past week, obviously, and just, it's nice to read, isn't it? Nice tribute from you on on the podcast, Matthew. I'm doing my
1: best. But uh, thank you very much. And yeah, thanks to the people who sent me DMs and stuff like that. I mean, I pretty much appreciate it. And I'll tell you what, I was doing all all right. All fine. Spent a few days being miserable. That's normal. Went to Morrison's and uh, went and got a bag and the guy serving us a bit of crack. It's all right. And he went, and if I don't see you, have a nice Easter, and I hit as hard because obviously he meant if you don't come to Morrison's or whatever. Mm, but if I don't mm. see you because he was a bit old, so I'm like, well, in case he's not here, I'm like, oh no. So I was a quivering wreck walking from Morrison's. <laughs> but I'm all right now. Well, I'll just look at the positive. Look, hey, take your time uh, to tell people that you like that you like them, so they know and the people you love that you love them because. Might be the last time to get the time to do so. So, with that lovely miserable bit out the way, a bit of emotional stuff. Let's go back to talking crap and being silly as always. Sorry, I just felt the need to shove that in. Uh, the big news this week: Andrade's interview with Hugo Savinovich. Uh, let's see. The whole thing is worth reading. It's been yeah. translated a bunch of uh, places, and the best bits are obviously on the Colloholic news section of the Colloholic website. Thanks to Aidan Gibbons, who is what Jack? He's our resident. Uh, Lesser news, Eve. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. That's why you said it. (laughs) (laughs) Andrade said he's been cleared to wrestle since November, but Triple H and Vince weren't aware. That's why he didn't do anything for months. Uh, Charlotte was told by the WWE doctor, "All right, your HCG levels are high. You're pregnant. You are medically suspended, and the Lacey Evans thing is off." Charlotte then went and got herself tested and found out, "No, I am not preggers." And then uh, she found out later on she had COVID, so she definitely off WrestleMania. But uh, yeah, apparently the doctors at WWE are like, "Nah, you're pregnant.
3: Yeah, it was weird. Charlotte's camp came out and clarified because they said that while Andrade's intentions were true, some things might have got lost in translation a bit. So it sounds like a messy situation all around but just that combined with the whole him being injured and Vince not realizing thing just sounds really disorganized doesn't it i know that it's i know that it's a difficult it's been a really hard year for everyone and the things are often done on the fly now because it's just hard to organize stuff but it does sound a bit i don't know sounds like almost like the roster's too big and they can't keep track of everybody
2: that's what it sounds like to me mm.
1: <laughs> yeah uh, he also told more stuff about the saudi arabia situation mm. And I forgot, i like lost track of how that story progressed, but I seem to remember the we going, no, it's fine, that's fine. Don't listen to those news, those dirt sheets. Ooh, Meltzer, that's fine. Everything was fine. And all we had was, uh, you know, probably taking that photo of him, like, not looking impressed, but not saying anything. And now everyone else is like, no, it did happen. So, and then the final bit that I liked, he said, he doesn't think the English barrier was the reason for the lack of push, as Ricochet and Callisto speak it, and they're not getting pushed. <laughs> Also, Brock Lesnar can speak English, but chooses not to. And he got a big push. <laughs>
3: wait, wait, wait. wait. R- Ricochet? <laughs> from Kentucky or wherever he's from? Yes. I, I... Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, right, yeah, I realise I'm saying that now. But yeah, like people who like can speak English but aren't getting pushed. So.
3: Oh, right, I thought he was implying yeah. that Ricochet's oh, second yeah, that's language what you mean. was yeah, English. Right, yeah. right, 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 I've got it, I've got it,
1: I've got it. <laughs> it's like Sabu in his book saying... Oh, by the way, again, just us to insert this in. Reading in Sabu's book, which I love, but he was a TV champ at the time and he was asked to lose to J.T. Smith. He went, nah, he's a bit crap, I don't want to lose to him. So he lost to Taz instead. And then J.T. Smith came up to him backstage and went, did you not want to lose to me because I'm black? And Sabu went, no, I lost to Taz and he's black. <laughs> and J T. Smith went, oh yeah, fair enough. And Sabu doesn't add on, by the way, Taz isn't black, that's the joke. <laughs> So I think Sadhu still thinks Taz is black. <laughs> anyway, I thought they need to share that amazing moment because why would you not? And uh, yeah, did you any of your thoughts on the Andrade interview?
3: It was very, um, very candid, wasn't it? It was very interesting. Um, I think that he's done a very brave and uh, admirable thing because he walked away from a hell of an amount of money if he's telling the truth to, uh, to go and do his own thing. And hopefully it pays off for him. I think it probably
1: will because he's really, really good.
2: I echo exactly what Jack said there.
1: Good times. <laughs> Charlie Caruso announces she's joining ESPN. Uh, she also dismissed online speculation about her relationship with WWE and says she's left the company in a positive manner. There was always going to be chatter, Caruso told TV Insider. Uh, the contract was coming up. Instead of renewing, I'm moving on. Everyone's going to have their own opinions regardless. I never had any issues while I was at WWE. Fair enough. Hmm. Mm. Eh, what do you mean? Hmm. <laughs> is, is it weird how cynical I am now? She's like, she's just saying that. <laughs> uh,
3: I can understand why she'd say that even if there were issues because, right. you know, she wants to move on in her career without any speculation or issues.
2: I'll just say, boo, Dave Meltzer. Boo. Boo, <laughs> boo <laughs> Wade Keller. Boo. 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 Boo, Mike. What's the other one? Johnson. Boo. <laughs> oh, yeah, my <Mike> Johnson.
3: <laughs> He's a good one. <laughs> <isn't> he <laughs> to he other is one. good, yeah. Mike Johnson's good.
1: Uh, NXT officially heading to Tuesdays now.
3: But it's not because they've lost the war. They're right. Tri- bullied. Tri- <laughs> Triple H said, according to Meltzer, that... <laughs>
1: right, right after we say boom,
3: <laughs> Triple H said, he called a meeting and said, it sounded like weird, like 1984 double think, because he said Wednesday's always been our night of the week. And then another company came along and bullied us. But... Now that we're on Tuesday, uh, and Tuesday's all hours now, and with the lead-in from Raw, it's going to be great. And I was like, There's a, you've missed a bit out there where surely... I don't understand. I don't understand.
1: Yeah, I'm not too up on my military, Ross. Uh, can you tell us, two two Jeeps reverse? Oh, sorry, tanks? to tanks reverse? I don't know.
2: They do full oh. pirouettes and everything on the spot,
1: don't they? <laughs> oh, well, this one did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You've NXT, out, sorry, in,
2: Sorry, just insert the pissant company line there from the Hall of Fame back yeah, there. As an AEW shill, obviously, on the podcast, thank you, Take care for all of your money. Each and every week, which definitely happens. Um, it just makes you think of that, doesn't it? Mm, Bullied yeah. is a weird... They, that can't be true, surely. That's got to be a lie.
3: They might have paraphrased him. Whoever melted his is might have
1: said, this is vaguely what Triple H said. We, I don't yeah. know if he
3: actually went, they'd be bullying us. Because he's the game, he wouldn't say that.
1: There was a translation issue. But people think NXT are going to have it all right with Tuesday being free. Tuesday is not free. They are going head to head with AW Dark. (laughs) They're done. RIP NXT. You used to be good. America's Most Wanted, reunited on Impact. Knock, knock, who's there? Chris Chris Harris. Well, Brayden I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. His name is Chris Harris. In can yeah. show up Brayden Walker, bloody hell. Uh, yeah, so that's nice. Mm, it's uh, cool. Happy memories of them. And uh, James Storm celebrating his thousandth now, match.
3: I did a news video with Tom on this, and Tom okay. said a thousand, that's not true, is it? And I went, Yeah, of course it's not. And now I thought about it more. Is it? Of course could it, it is. It, could it be? Yeah.
1: There's three hundred and sixty five days oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, in the yeah.
3: Year. It's fifty-two weeks, but there's only fifty-two weeks.
1: Yeah, but double shots on Sundays. Remember? <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, he went. What he did was he went. He travelled through time zones so that. Oh my god! I love that Hulk Hogan one, where he said he wrestled yeah. like four hundred times in a year or something because of the time
1: zone difference in Japan.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was uh, still tomorrow, brother.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, William Shatner announced for the Hall of Fame. A uh, what? Sadly, not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, <laughs> but the WWE one. Really, I missed this. Yeah. You missed this? What a, what? Week, what a week for news. Yes, know. the Shat is back. And Why is
3: he in it?
2: Because he did that meme video where he read out Superstar's theme in his voice. Yeah. I'm just yes. a sexy boy.
1: That was great, but that's all I can think of. And oh. he was an episode of Raw in 94 or 95 where promote Tech War. Oh. And he punched Jerry Lawler. Okay. Punch somebody. <laughs> What's Tech uh... War? Exactly. They were saying that the week afterwards.
2: That sounds like a Channel 5 show that to be hosted by Otis from Short Change. Do you Remember that? Oh,
3: yes. Wow. <laughs> what a program.
1: Yeah.
3: Was, yeah. Otis, was Otis the aardvark?
2: No, Otis was Otis. the man. He's a human man. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, Jesus, the... I thought you meant Otis. Who the was the aardvark? aardvark? Was that was, also
2: Otis? Otis. That was Otis, Otis. Yeah, he was, a, Otis... he was a couple of years before Otis the human. though.
3: Otis the human, the guy with dreadlocks. He had dreadlocks in
2: here. I think he had short hair. Oh, he
0: damn was, it. I've got the
3: tour wrong person. He went, he,
2: went to, um, he went to my uni. He was one of my like, uni alumni, like famous people. He was wow. like, oh, there's some short changes there. Nice. <laughs> wow. University right. of Sunderland, one of the best ones. Obviously, one of the obviously, best Obviously.
1: Ones. <laughs> uh, Brian Kendrick announces retirement. Oh. And this is obviously former WWE champion for a few seconds for some people because... Look, those scramble matches in 08 were fine. The rules made complete sense until Lawler and Ross read them out. And it suddenly it <laughs> didn't make any sense at all. So, yeah, for some people, still insist on going to Wikipedia and go to Brian Kendrick's page and putting titles won W Champion. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, love Brian Kendrick. He's still a twink to me. Uh, Which favourite Brian Kendrick moment, Jack?
3: Um, you know what? It, it might be. And this, this sounds really silly because he's done so much, but it might actually be his run in the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. He had some cracking matches in that. Um, and you had Daniel Bryan on commentary just openly supporting him, which was really good as well. He deserved a retirement match. He deserved a bigger moment, Kendrick.
1: That's a shame. Yeah. Oh, well. How about yourself, Ross?
2: I remember his spanky theme being used on an advert for the Hoppins on Metro Radio. <laughs> hey, yo, that one. That is my main abiding memory of Brian Kendrick's wrestling career. It's the fact that his theme was on a Hoppins advert on Metro Radio. It's the, it's the interview with... I know it's got nothing to do with his wrestling career, but it's the interview with Paul London, isn't it? Of course it is. Far supersedes anything he did in wrestling.
3: <laughs> for, the, for those who don't know, the Hoppins is a travelling fair which comes to Newcastle once a year, and it is dangerous. Like, I'm not a fan of the Hoppins. I once saw sparks fall from the top of like, the roof of the bumper car thing and land on a little girl, and she cried. I genuinely it was. Do breathe
2: the smoke and up my nose like Goldberg, and I go
3: <laughs> <laughs> back in the bumper car. Let's go. Um, it's a terrifying place, especially on Danger Night when they haven't
2: tested the ride yet. That—that's a concept I never get my head around. Is Danger, Danger night. night? Why would you go to Danger Night? They've just <laughs> put everything up, haven't checked all the nuts and bolts are in properly. I—I'll get on it.
1: I'll prove it. I. Yeah,
3: if you're really hard, you go on Danger <laughs> Night because you're hard enough to shake off a massive fairground ride yeah. collapsing. <laughs>
1: Well, that's it. You bring your lass or something like wait, I'll prove you how tough I am I on a dodgy roller coaster.
2: This is why I'm, I'm absolutely terrified of any sort of roller coaster or theme park ride or anything. Because we went when I oh, was maybe nine or something like that. And you know the other one where you sort of stand up and you get oh. like, chained in and it spins around? Yeah. Like a washing machine. Oh, As yeah. I saw, I wasn't in the ride myself because well, I was scared of that one already. But this was the, This is the, 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 the final nail in the coffin for me in theme parks, just saying a nine year old kid. We fly no out of that when it was going full pelt. I was like, "Never, you will see me on a on a on a roller coaster." And then nice. I got tricked into going to one at Disneyland Paris. But that's what? besides the point, but that's that's the dangers of Danger Night. So, kids, if you hear your pals going to Danger Night, don't go.
1: Mm. I love that. We need to tell people, don't go to Danger Night. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's nothing to give it away. Why, what's bad about it? Oh, I see. Right? <laughs> Bloody hell.
3: Sounds like a wrestling show. That's, that's happening over WrestleMania weekend, I think. Danger night. I,
1: I was about to say, I've gotten the news. Did you know this? Because I, Mr. used to love the indies, but doesn't really care anymore, was only informed this week that there are 10 independent wrestling TV shows running yeah. WrestleMania weekend and 10 Game Changer wrestling shows.
3: Yeah. Running so
1: across I'm... those three days. I thought they were doing like one or two, maybe. I do not realize we're going full pelt.
3: No, Yeah. As Um, if there um, isn't a
1: pandemic, as if there isn't all the international fans that rely upon to come to these shows, and as if everything's normal.
3: Well, it's very questionable, but we're still going to try and make money out of it because I'm doing a video on 10 matches you need to see over WrestleMania weekend. That's going out next week at some point.
1: Fantastic. Um, I can't wait to see the dozens and dozens (laughs) of hits.
3: Matthew, there are matches there that are ridiculous. Oh, like what, Jack? I'll give you two examples, right? Uh, I think I think it's Loki versus Leo Rush is happening at one. Never. And also, <laughs> Sue Young versus G-Raver. Okay. Yeah, and I, and That'll be like a deathmatch of sorts. I don't know. I've got a clue. It better be. be. Well, yeah, but I didn't know Sue Young could do death match. Yeah.
1: Oh, of course, Loki will be doing it. He doesn't think it's a, th- it's a thing. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'd be interested to see, because famously WWE have got that waiver they're making everyone go to WrestleMania 37 sign. Like, you, you might get it here, but you can't blame us! <laughs> mm. I wonder if all these independent companies have the same thing going on as, as well.
3: Oh, and sorry, I'm completely taken away from the severity of your point there, but also um, Flash Funk's going to be there as
2: well. <laughs> Too well you smoking. need to get a waiver signed when Flash Funk's in the building, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, Flash Funk will just give COVID a moonsault salt lake drop. He'll be alright. Wait, yeah. oh, yeah, I love that they call him Flash Funk. By the way, not too scorpion Scorpio. I, yeah, I don't know why I've come for that. <laughs> also, Leaf Cassidy will be in attendance. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hey, best of luck to all those people there. I hope you have a good time. But I was, I was shocked again. In England, we've just had a bit of it lifted, where you can hang out with people outside, but at the same time, government's like, don't go crazy.
2: Yeah, I was speaking. I've got a big spoiler here, everybody. I've I did this straight to hell with Gable Stevenson, who is, is the next Brock Lesnar, basically that fella. Um, and he was like, "Oh, what's what's the latest over there?" And I was like, "Oh, basically, we're allowed now to go outside with like six other or five other people, or maybe go to a different household." He, he was he, could, he was lost for words. He couldn't believe it. He was like, "My God, that's going slow, isn't it?" <laughs>
1: like, yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh, so where the bad ones? Oh yeah, no. yeah, right, okay. yeah. Oh fair fair play then in Florida. No, he was
2: no, I'm not saying that he was he's like a COVID denier or anything I was just shocked at like how different it is compared to yeah. where he is. Right. He's, like how, he's in, in Texas at the moment, it's very much different there. So
3: like we're shocked how open it is over there. It's just wherever you're not, it's gonna seem so weird. Yeah. But I, I do think that taking it slow might be the best thing.
1: Of course it will be.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know what's gonna happen when everything goes back to normal. I'm so used to everything now.
3: I don't know how I'm going to handle being in a room with like more than five other people.
2: Just stop panicking. <laughs> just everything yeah. should be outdoors now. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's good because people are going to come up and like shake your hand or whatever. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no, there's, a, there's, feel- there's a pandemic. I know, I know, but now we know what that does. Nah, get away from us. Yeah. Uh, and the last news is uh, Mario is dead.
3: Oh, yes, because, Super uh, Mario.
1: Yes, they're moving some of the games off the uh, store, off Nintendo Switch, and you won't be able to buy them until Saturn. popularity I thought you
2: back. I thought you meant mid naughty's pop sensation Mario there for a second of course you did Mario's <laughs> present
1: sure change you should let me
3: what, love do you, you do you know who wrote that song
2: was it not Mario Neo, Neo. oh
3: yeah, yeah Neo not Neo from the Matrix Neo the Neo-Yo yeah yeah he wrote that before he was famous and then decided actually I, I can sing as well so I'll just sing my own songs instead and it worked for him so
2: that would be up there with his best songs as well though wouldn't it
3: Oh, it's a fantastic song.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, it's probably, yeah, it's probably better than any Neo song, I think. Hello,
2: There's a Neo song, isn't it? Miss Independent. She moves like, huh? <laughs> like a Bows. Huh? like a
1: boss. What's your favorite Neo song, Matthew? Uh, the last one. Yeah. <laughs> and that happy note, that was the news. Let's move on. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame! Ah, let's have a look at everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. And in condescending order from last week, Team Bischoff versus Team Austin from Survivor Series 2003 17%. Shame. Still a hell of a match though, Jack. Mm, very, very good. Kane, 38%. Still a hell of a mayor though, Ross. <laughs> no, no,
2: no, no, well, no, I was more the wrestler, you know. Fair enough. and I couldn't give a toss about the politics, personally.
1: I just really enjoyed his wrestling career. That's fair enough. He's a good wrestler. But not as good as the number one pick last week, Seamus, so- 45%. <laughs> very deserved. I'm going to pat myself on the back there. As
2: because- the top comment on last week's podcast pointed out, Matthew, you stole my Sheamus arse-licking from the week prior and made it your Whoa. Hall of Fame pick. The next week, which is a, oh. a flex, I think they call it, in the, in the, in the, in the youth of today. Am I now
1: flexing <laughs> on you and your Hall of Fame? <laughs> wow. This is storyline development. This is this thing AEW would be proud of. Fantastic. So I'm Next week, s- Ross's trousers.
2: Here, throw down a flex off, Matthew. So I'll hear your Hall of Fame picks, oh. because you won last week, then I'll oh, okay. try and flex it off the top spot, right? You've done it now. You've got to made a big mistake. Tactical. This is oh, no. <laughs> turn Now
1: Triple he's throwing the best undertaker theme at me. Oh no. Turn it into Triple H Scott Steiner. You're having a pose down
2: essentially.
3: Who is who yeah. in that
2: situation? Who's
3: um, the Steiner? Who's oh the watch out,
1: Jack.
3: <laughs> uh, God, I don't I don't even know where to begin. Um I feel like I feel like when, when you are both presenting Matthew's a bit more calculated, Ross is a bit more of like just punch you in the face, presenting style. So I think Ross is the Steiner in this scenario. Matthew's the game.
2: I'll
1: take that. And what what, what do we call the game, Jack? Triple H? The three, that, that, That's right. But, um, oh, the, the cerebral, cerebral assassin. assassin. Right, eh? And why is that? Because he thinks more. That's right. Point at my head. Baby smart. So, the smartest Hall of Fame pick from this webcam is the Arcade Anarchy match from this week's AW Dynamite. Now... The Kip Sabian, Miro, Chuck, Trent, Orange thing, it's not been the best thing on AW. I'm not going to say that. I mean, it's one of these weird things where I like the guys individually, but for some reason it hasn't really come together because it's like, you know, AW's typical, hey, remember WWE thing? Um, but this is this was the big meaty blow-off. This is a BLT with the bacon still dripping, so it's just been cooked out of the thing here. Uh, proper arcade cabinets. And by that, I mean that the, the car was obviously proper ones like Primal Rage and Mortal Combat. Obviously, the one Miro picked up over his head wasn't a real one. Um, we had Whack-A-Mole spots. We had Excalibur quoting Garth Marenghi because yeah. Chuck Taylor came off the Mortal Combat arcade cabinet and Jim Ross went, wow, that's appropriate. They're engaging in Mortal Combat. And he went, yes, well, I know writers who use subtext. <laughs> cowards, which is a quote that I still use today. Often about AEW with their brass ring. Uh, yeah. the <laughs> so it's nice that they, they've weaponized their own criticism. Uh, Chris Statlander making a return in the alien or the UFO capture thing. Mm-hmm. I guess because that's I, I, the alien. Ruffle,
2: I ruffled it at me, quite literally ruffled. Fell out me my seat nearly,
1: just laughing. Did you? I what thought the reveal that one. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So was she was she in there the whole match crouched she out? Must have been. Yeah. Well, that's uncomfortable.
1: And fair play for them that they're not doing a bit where mid mid-match Kip Sabian goes, Oh hello, I'm gonna catch a UFO and then does it and then gets yeah. it and she pops up. And <laughs> <he's> like, oh. <laughs> oh,
3: but that would have been good as well, just a serious face
1: slowly like emerging from the thing. Oh boy, I've always wanted Chris Statlander, you know like, So <laughs> uh, that and then Trent's mum returning. Got a bigger pop out of me than Trent himself. No, no. Um, Trent no.
3: is my favourite baby face ever. Oh. He's so good. I love him so much. I don't know why I can't even explain. There's just something about him. I just want him to win. He's now the wrestler in AW that I support like a football team. I want him to win every oh, match. That's
1: yeah. That's nice. Yeah, he's great. I like that he shows up and he can't be asked. That fate look or even if it's like a tag title match, he's just like that is mm. not the look on his
3: face. He was intense. <laughs> he was intense. Oh, was? He picked up his boys and he was like, come on. Let's get them, yeah. and then Miro fought them all off, and I was like, "This he is insane!" Did. And then he went for Sue. Oh my god, it was so good. <laughs> sorry, I was a big, I was a massive fan of this match. I loved yeah. it, absolutely loved it. Yeah, Miro I, I looking was gonna, impressive. I was going to pick it, but you've got there, so I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you go. I'll
1: let you go. I'll let you go for it. I'm sorry, but yeah, Miro looking impressive. Miro, I think he spent the last few weeks, like uh, a few months even, going, "I don't want to be Rusev light. I want to be the gamer, the best man." And everyone's like, "Can you just be Rusev again, please, and just people?" <laughs> And it's like, all right. So this is the week you start doing it, and yeah. And it also means the best thing is this is all over now. It's all our. They can move on to something else. Fantastic blow off, lots of returns. It is my pick for the Hall of Fame this week.
3: That's a fantastic pick. I mean, it should win.
1: You're the... you to build tension to simmer. You can be the, the quiet right. match, like the no, the, the cruiserweight two or five live match in between title matches on the pay per view from 2016. Until we get to Ross's pick, who's going to defeat me, Jack. What is your pick? <laughs> uh, the concept
3: of sportsmanship. So, basically, I was going <laughs> to... Look at you both. I was going to go for um, the that, that match, but obviously I had to think of one on the fly. And I was reminded of an incident by one of my friends that happened quite a few years ago to me now. And I, at the time, thought I was completely in the right. Now I think I might have been in the wrong. And... So I'm going to recap this incident for you, and then you can give feedback. But my overall pick is because of that the concept of, of sportsmanship. Um, so I was playing basketball for Josephine Butler College against the Durham International School, right? And I was the captain, and the other captain and me got into a big argument, like because in the middle of the game, one of their players was dribbling up the court, right? Bear in mind, I want you, I want you to. Know who's in the wrong here. And there was no referee because sometimes the refs just wouldn't show up and yeah, I just officiate the game yourself. they players dribbling up the court. I'm defending him. On the bench, our bench was too small to fit all of our players on. So one of our subs, Lewis Lee, uh, he his seat that he was sat on was crap and it just buckled underneath him and he fell off the seat. The guy dribbling up the court picks up the ball and looks over at Lewis. And he's like, what the hell's happened there? And I snatch the ball off him. And their bench clears. And they come on the court, all started on me. They, they were all like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But because it was the international school, they all had that weird international student, like pseudo-American accent. So they're like, we only stopped because your guy was hurt. And I nearly laughed because they sounded so nerdy. But I was like, no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 what's going on? And I was like, what are you talking about? The play to the whistle, essentially. like The the game was still, the ball was still live. And it turned into a massive argument. And at the time I was livid and I thought that I was completely in the right. Looking back now, I'm not so sure. So sportsmanship is my Hall of Fame nomination.
1: Okay, but wait, wait, what what happened then? You say sportsmanship, did did you allow them to score a dunk or whatever? (laughs)
3: That's
1: not how you say Uh, it, I (laughs) know.
3: I can't remember what happened. I think I gave the ball back to them, but very reluctantly and was like really stroppy about it. Whereas, really, I should have just got on with it, I think. But it's and, nice and, that you're putting and, in... Go on, sorry. Especially because I was the captain, you know, meant to set an example to the younger students and all that. But, you know.
1: So, what you're telling us is you're nominating the concept of sportsmanship, which you didn't adhere to in this yeah. story.
3: Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> because I've learned... That is prime, Jack. Because <laughs> I've learned.
3: But I would like to say that... One of their players, not their captain, but one of their players wanted to fight me. And I was like, that's probably less sporting than what I did. I didn't fight him. He he had tattoos and therefore I was hesitant <laughs> to get involved. Um, but no, it was just, I'm looking back now. I'm like, maybe I do sympathize with the international school uh, and we were the villain. Maybe we were the villains all along.
1: Oh, maybe. So you're still not accepting the right. You're I'd right. like
3: people listening to comment whether I was in the right or not. I think that for other people who've played basketball will side with me. I think you play until the ball goes dead or until there's like a blatant foul.
2: A man was dying at courtside. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he was you know, my my teammate, Lewis. Uh, he was on my He backed me up.
2: You can fall from a a smaller height and still die by cracking your head off the floor (laughs) than from from the seat of a chair. So I I think the the international team is fully, fully, you know, right in... I'm just talking bollocks now. Yeah. You can look at it from both ways, can't you?
3: It was was an interesting one. I I probably do edge towards us being in the wrong now, to be fair.
2: If there was an actual referee, I'd be saying you're completely in the right because you do play until the referee's whistle. But with the lack of an actual official there... To yeah. blow an official whistle, it, I think it's up in the air, me.
3: Yeah, that is very true. That is very true.
1: So you're yeah. not the Paolo Decanio of the story, then, to say the least. <laughs> well, just oh, the guy's hurt, and <laughs> you have got the ball off him.
3: Oh you yeah, just... <laughs> Decanio caught the ball, didn't he once? Yeah, the goalkeeper he... uh, hurt
1: himself. It's
3: yeah. weird that you've cited Paolo Decanio though as an emblem of fairness. <laughs> uh, look,
1: I, uh, '90s Decanio. Look, I, I, leave <laughs> <don't come on. laughs> me alone. Um, so that's great. This, but I, actually, that's a nice thing. i to see people's. Uh, thoughts on that as well what mm. should have happened what you were doing in that situation and I also yeah. like the idea of you being really stroppy and be like here uh...
3: well you've seen it every week
1: <laughs> oh god yeah yeah and I'm the reason for it so no, no, interesting the, no. the, the concept of sportsmanship hmm I'm trying to think <laughs> yeah. there's any examples it's... where I've had to be sportsmanshipy
3: what sports what, have you ever been into a sport in your youth
1: yeah I played played uh, you know football uh huh I think that was it. It's the only thing I liked. What position? Small, five six and can't basketball. You you bring um, it. Uh, defence because I was fast.
3: Oh yeah, like like not, a... not
1: good, but you know. Because whenever last whenever I kicked the ball, I got the complete opposite direction of where I wanted it to. So the time I scored two goals in both matches, I was trying. You scored, to... you I was... scored two goals I... from fullback. Whoa. Yeah, no, wait, hang on. I wasn't in defence that match, but no, right, right,
3: right, right. I
1: think it would be allowed in uh, FA rules, but yeah, did that for a bit, but. Yeah, when I scored those goals, it was like, it was like, wow, what, like, how did that happen? It must be a strong wind deflecting it, making the ball go with the direction I wasn't kicking it at. Did someone? On I bench can't recall having to be sportsmanshipy or anything like that. What about yourself, yeah. Ross?
2: Um, I never got involved in the controversies of a football game. I was always the subdued, you know, silent one, just lead by yeah. example kind of player, you know. Um, but I did see one where. There was my, the, the, guy, the guy on my team, they had a long throw on them, right? They had a proper Rory Delap in their team. Mm. So we had to, to stick one guy right on the touchline so he could like, sort of stop the follow-through from the throwing. And the guy got sick of it, right? <laughs> so the guy who was still on the touchline tried to stop this guy doing the, the long throw. The guy doing the throw just got the ball like that and just went <laughs> straight, in his, straight in his face from a yard. And it must have absolutely like bonked straight off his nose. It must have absolutely killed because it was a, a winter's day as well. Oh. So you got the sort of the effect of that as well. And the, 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 the guy on the touchline's dad was shouting. I've never heard this phrase before then, but I have obviously heard it now. He's like, that is unsporting conduct. How dare you Stout, <laughs> shout like that? And I've never heard anything like that because we we're playing a proper rough team. Um and all the all the rough dads were going like, Oh, what are you talking about, you dafty shut up, man, he deserves <laughs> it. Ha ha. ha. it's like, No, that's unspottedly conduct. Oh man. I've yeah, played against Morboth
3: basketball before. And there were some players with some posh names like on the Morboth team. I think uh, they had a, a Fabian, maybe? Fabian. It's, a, it's, it's from it?
2: the surrounding areas, not Morbuth itself, but in in the general northeast for some reason, because the Morbut is quite like working class. Like oh, I play, I'm I'm rough as muck me, but uh, it, the, in the wider scheme of the Northeast, we're known as posh farmers, which had a, oh. is, a, is not a stereotype I like, but there you go. But uh, yeah, we had a, the, the posh guy on the touchline taking the ball to the face and unsporting conduct on <laughs> That's as bad as it got, though. Oh.
1: Well, that's a good one, then. I like that, that one. Jack's is going to get a lot of comments about what was right and what was wrong. But now we come to the main event. Ross, what have you got?
2: So I've seen your flex there, Matthew, so I'm going to flex right back at you with, with double-barrel flexing. I'm going for Sue. Mm. Oh! I'm not going to answer the bell because I'm doing a podcast, everybody. Professional. <laughs> I should answer that, hang on.
1: <laughs> Those are the three picks for the Hall of Fame this week and you can go oh. to patreon.com or slash called The
3: comic timing on that was superb. And scene. <laughs> Who was it, Ross? Who was it?
2: It was DPD. He was speaking and I just put the phone down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no. Chuckle version. Yeah. Chuckle version. <laughs> chuckle, chuckle version.
2: <laughs> He's back. Needed me naming everything there. Bloody hell. There's a parcel mm. downstairs for somebody, though. Um, where was I up to? Uh, Sue. Yeah, Sue. Because, obviously, the return is fantastic. Now she finds herself 2-0 and o in silly, bollocks, daft, stupid backstage big blow off wrestling things on AEW which is obviously an unparalleled record she is unstoppable but also that moment at the end where Trent's doing that and she's doing that I genuinely got a little bit emotional same just got caught up in the moment it was absolutely fantastic made me feel things I haven't felt in quite some time
3: it was absolutely lovely
2: so Sue Sue for the Hall of Fame I don't know if she's in there already is she? I hope not
1: I think she could be in twice yeah Yeah, yeah. why not no one's going to argue with that (laughs) But there's the flex off. Oh, she's changing the word and it says Sue, it's Trent's <laughs> mom. Yeah. But she's good, isn't she?
2: She's yeah. not like she's not sticking out like a sore thumb in terms of like you know when you see someone who's not a wrestler appearing and not sort of getting it. She gets it, doesn't she? She gets it. Our Sue War Sue.
3: Sue's game. Sue's involved.
1: Yeah. Every week she's War Sue W O R. But when it yeah. comes to these matches, she's War Sue W A R. Okay. E-C-D. Well, that's going to be tough. That's going to be. Me being like Jack, I'm gonna get the ball back next week begrudgingly, <laughs> accepting that you've won this one because Sue in that match that that's definitely gonna split the readers. Well, the this is the thing. The I, think, I think
2: Jack's been quite clever in his own respective flex because he's gone for a callback, a callback nomination, hasn't he? Oh, really? it was it was the concept of music way back when we got in, but now he's going for the concept of sportsmanship.
3: I've done a few what? concepts. I think I did water once as well. Oh,
1: you did! I remember that one. <laughs>
3: Still still, still, water, not sparkling. But that's what started off the whole sparkling era.
1: Yeah. All it takes oh. is one person to drink it on stream and then everyone's like, what, are you drinking sparkling water, Matthew? Yes. Wrestling. Sparkling water
2: is still rough, though. It's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible cr- stuff. Out. We're not it's doing terrible. this
1: again. We're not doing <laughs> this again. So, those are your three mighty picks for your Patreon people. If you're not a patron person, go to patreon.com forward slash and cast your vote for either the arcade anarchy match, the concept of sportsmanship, <laughs> or just Sue. MG your picks. Place your votes. Take care. Just comb your hair. <laughs> Doing so well. This is This Week in
2: the Wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling.
1: Ha! Ah, This Week in Wrestling. Brought to you by
2: tiny rebel beer which is not an official sponsor of the cultaholic wrestling podcast but i need to thank loyal twitch viewer vile who is not vile by nature for buying me six cans of um pump up the jam nice which is a lovely beer oh it's cold as well because it's cold outside so i'm gonna enjoy the podcast right now
3: Matthew, have you got a Vile story there? Yeah, I was
1: about to say, uh, thank you for saying, yeah, I was supposed to say, because Vile and Silve 114 who were both in the Coldaholic, uh, podcast, Coldaholic um, Twitch streams, have been throwing, um, get, uh, what's it called, gift subs around, like they're nothing, like Leonardo DiCaprio, throwing the uh, the dollars, the FBI dude, come to investigate him, they has been doing that, off their boats, and... They said we'd better be getting a mention on the podcast. Matthew he says you're absolutely right. So <laughs> shell's the vile and J. But apparently I don't need to because Vile is lovely to you as well, Ross. He That's is so Vial. cool. What a lovely guy. And it's
2: not, Vi- it's not, it's not a cheap beer as well. But there it is. Pump up the jam is a wonderful, wonderful, stupendous confection, right? Oh.
3: And Vile also recommended a left back for mine and Owen's team on Cultaholic FC, and we signed him, and he's absolutely amazing. What? Who is this guy?
2: Why is, is he called he Vile? He's the best person ever. It's ironic. Yeah,
1: because he's the opposite of vile. It's lovely, wow.
2: but I have something to say. He's addressed the package to Ross Shagmaster.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, can you show uh, up the camera? Uh,
3: no, it will have addresses on and stuff.
1: Oh, like I cover the bit? Come, we need I'm to see. It.
2: Have I covered it up? I think I have. I'm covered it up. Richard, blur it. But there you see, Ross Shagmaster. Focus.
1: He had to make sure it got to you.
2: So when the guy on the phone asked your name... I said (laughs) Ross Tweddle, he's like, yeah, right, pal.
1: Oh, right. (laughs) It must have been like the same reaction the guy who cleans the windows of the flat here did when he was doing his stuff and he looked over, he saw the (laughs) dog (laughs) wall. (laughs) Uh. I'm wiping. (laughs) God... Oh, God. Well, moving on from that, and, you know, no, let's move on from that. How great is that this cool community on not just the podcast and the comments and stuff, but on the Twitch as well? Like, that sounds like I'm kissing ass, but it needs to be said. Yeah, that's scary, cool.
2: you watch plenty of other streamers, and there's lots of arseholes watch those, but very few that watch us. It's, 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 it's a nice thing to have, yeah. isn't it?
1: <laughs> oh. Smackdown. Daniel Bryan opens the show and reminds us that he made Roman tap out at Fastlane. He refuses to leave the ring until he gets a rematch for the title, Adam Pierce comes out and says he can't do that. Brian suggests Roman versus Edge to headline night one of WrestleMania, with the winner facing him on night two. Uh, he denies that. Then say, well, you we can't have a WrestleMania where the champ defends twice on one night, which I guess is supposed to make people go, but what about WrestleMania 10? Uh, Edge angrily interrupts and says that WrestleMania night two is the 10-year anniversary of his retirement, and he needs to win the title then. He spears Brian and hits him with the chair. Mm. I thought Brian was exceptional here yeah. in his opening segment. I love the sweet plant point-up shirt. Uh, <laughs> and said he's sick of doing things the normal way because it's not working for him. Brian is now a heel because he's telling the truth.
2: It's is shades it? of gray in it? It's that common yeah. phrase, I like to say, because Edge is, Edge is turning in. I guess this is the most definitive heelish thing he's done. But he's been a nice guy because he's coming back for a second chance at doing the wrestling and whatnot. But then he's getting jealous of Daniel Bryan. But it's Edge's actions that have put him in this position. It's a wonderful sort of tangled thingy on SmackDown at the moment. <coughs> I'm really enjoying it.
3: It really is. I like it. you can understand the point of view of all three men. Roman's the least because he's so horrible about it. But you can understand all of their motives and everything. It's a rare. Then he... I wish there was more of this in WWE again. Yeah. Mm.
1: Rollins beats Nakamura in a rematch from Fastlane and beats him down afterwards. Cesaro saves the day and goes for the big swing, but Rollins escapes. Backstage, Rollins challenges Cesaro for WrestleMania and vows never to be swung again. <laughs> Cesaro swings him again. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff here. Apollo Crews teams up with Alpha Academy to beat Big E and the Street Profits, with Apollo getting the pin for the IC champ. About time. Yeah.
2: About time he pinned him.
1: Might as <laughs> my- get that out correctly about messing it up. Well done, lads. Uh, Sammy Zayn, Here we go. Sammy Zayn is Owen's guest on the KO show after attacking him last week. Zane apologizes and reveals the next week he'll be holding a red carpet event for his documentary with Logan Paul in attendance. Owen says he doesn't care about the documentary and charges Zane for mania. Zane eventually agrees and no one beats him down. Zane seems very surprised. Now, I am all right with Logan Paul showing up to this and getting involved get the YouTubers involved because it of course means that Kevin Owens can have oh who's that one guy who beat down Logan Paul KSI beat down, beat down. that's how it happened <laughs> squashed him yeah. exactly it's a squash match it's like, um, it's like lesnar versus
3: goldberg so what you're hoping therefore is that KSI will go on on wrestling and, and reference botchmania
1: of course proud fan KSI yeah fair enough so you're all in on this feud? You're invested then. Yeah. If it shows, if not, if it doesn't show up, I'm gonna look stupid. So <laughs> I don't
2: think he's gonna show. up. I wouldn't hold your breath. Like <laughs> don't say yeah. that. Don't
1: say that, lads. do It's on British Bake Off. That's the clear a clear evolution is WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about yourselves, uh, younger generation? What do you think about Logan Paul showing up? Oh, we not? not the, we're not the target audience? Yeah.
2: We're not? Ball. Yeah. wait? We're, we're, we're at least ten years too old for that. Yeah. Maybe more. But uh, you can see why they're doing it because obviously he's a very popular man on a very popular platform like YouTube. So new fans coming in for WrestleMania season, I guess that's what they're seeing and looking at, but it doesn't help for me at all.
1: That's fine. I think that needs the mainstream attention that Logan Paul's going to get when he goes to Japanese forest and uh, oh, we go. shows ricochets. There career. it is.
3: He's done the tweet. Yeah. I don't need
1: to say that twice.
3: It's a brutal tweet. Yeah. It's really nasty, Matthew. Really nasty. Thank you.
1: I <laughs> worked oh, really hard on it. Uh, Bianca Belair faces Natalia, the, the one dollar, with Sasha Banks on guest commentary. Uh, Belair slaps Sasha at one stage before winning the match. Sasha jumps her afterwards to stand tall. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. It wasn't one dollar, was it? It was five dollars. I forget how that worked. Wait, what?
2: That tier thing. That, that tier thing. was it? BT. Sport oh,
1: bit.
3: yes. Who's on your team? Not Natalia. <laughs>
1: oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh Rey Mysterio de- defeats Dov Sigler. Ross, what's the name of Dov Ziggler's tag team? Top Dogs,
2: Matthew. Of course it is. <laughs> no, it's the Dirty Dogs. It's uh, but Michael Cole likes to call them the Top Dogs because they're the champions. Get it, guys? <laughs>
1: right. And did you did you know this? They wear sometimes, I'm one, um, their Dirty Dogs shirt. They do, with a circle on. They do, they do. They look nice, and you go, okay, I might be inclined to buy that. So you go to Wshop.com. And they're not there, really. Yeah. So, Fun. did they make these themselves? <laughs> did they know that no one can buy them?
2: Maybe that's a, that's a healer thing to do, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Ha ha. You want to buy these shirts, don't you, crowd? No. Oh. <laughs> I would buy one. Okay. I
2: think it's a fantastic tag team name for a what, couple top of mid- dogs? middle-aged, nah, no, dirty dogs, my Matthew, for oh, a couple sorry. of mid- middle-aged shaggers like those two.
1: Fantastic name. Oh, it's in your name. <laughs> um, <laughs> And Pierce gathers Roman, Bryan, and Edge in the ring and confirms that WrestleMania 2. We,
2: we need to say this by the way. Oh, go on. Dolph Ziggler reversing a tope whatever over the top row from Rey Mysterio into a zigzag in one motion. Doesn't get a three count. Come off it. Yeah. Come off it now. What's that wrong rave. with that? You might as well go home, Ziggler. What's the point? You're never going to win again. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Adam Pierce gathers the three lads in the ring and confirms that WrestleMania Night 2 will have a triple threat match for the Universal title. The three of them brawl and Edge goes crazy with a steel chair. Roman flees and Brian is only just able to crawl away. Yeah. Edge, Edge, this.
3: Edge looking strong. Who's going to stand tall next week on the go? We'll
1: have to tune in to find out, won't we? Yeah.
2: Edge isn't winning, is he? I think people of the, the, the wider general population of the WWE Universe have turned on Edge. It's ah. all gone sour.
1: See, you think that Ross and I thought that was it as well, but there's so many people that just love Edge. I can't. That's... I genuinely can't work out who's going to win. I'm yeah, leaning... I can't, and that's why I'm looking forward to it. It's one of the matches I'm... at WrestleMania that I'm going. You know what? Good. I don't know what's going to happen, and that's I'm very most... rare to get in WWE.
3: I think I'm leaning most towards Brian, but I don't have a clue.
2: I think that's what they want you to think.
3: <laughs> oh.
2: <Right. laughs> yeah, my head. My head is we're, st- we're sat here now. Obviously, before SmackDown happens this week is. Uh, is still for Brian to take the loss and Edge to win it somehow. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, we get Edge Brian later on and stuff, and Roman can do whatever he likes because he's Roman. Take
2: take down Vince McMahon.
1: <laughs> Beat up Dolph Ziegler. <laughs> where's your shit? Um, now, move on to Rob. But before I do, my mum, we ring it every week. She's like, hello, Matthew, how you doing? Can I give you some criticism? I went, yeah, sure. Oh. You, just, you don't sound like you're enjoying wrestling a lot. Oh. And I'm like, oh, so I'm sorry because, yeah, to clarify some people that there is some bits about wrestling I'm liking, but last week was just not great. So I think I should um, emphasize the bits that I am enjoying about wrestling, but I'm saying this before we get to Raw, <laughs> where clearly there's some good stuff on the show. There's also a lot of crap, but yeah, just to be honest, I am still enjoying some bits of wrestling, but I'm still going to rag on the stuff that's crap. This week's Raw was a was not a strong one. It was a ter- terrible episode. Yeah, bad, bad Raw. No, no, let's be positive for... 10 seconds. The Hurt Business opened the show, and MVP reiterates Lashley's bounty on Drew. Lashley mentions Cedric and Shelton's lost the tag titles and their inability to take Drew out. He beats up Shelton and kicks the pair of them out of the group as graphics for the main event, for some reason, show up. I guess maybe hinting where they're going to be at. <laughs> I'll that that
2: foreshadowing. It was very cruel, right. wasn't it? <laughs> Oof. Uh, oh,
1: yeah. Uh, they split up the Hurt Business before WrestleMania.
3: MVP has now still insisted that him and Lashley are the hurt business. And I'm like, well, it's not the same, though, is it, MVP? Come on.
2: Why have they done that? Well, we might as well speak about the end now, because obviously, yeah. go on, do the end bit, Matthew, go on, because it all ties in.
1: Well, Lashley has a, a handicap match against Walter well, Shelton, beats him with these, and then later on, Drew storms in the locker room and challenges anybody to step up to him and cash in on Lashley's bounty. Braun says he'll fight Drew, but only after he's dealt with Shane. Ugh. Riddle is busy with uh, the WWE script. And Drew just starts beating up Humberto Carrillo and Drew Gulak, looking very, very unpleasant in the process. Uh, Ricochet says he'll see him in the ring. McIntyre laughs and goes, no, no, really. He goes, oh, sorry, Ricochet. Uh, McIntyre defeats Ricochet very easily. Attacked by Mustafa Ali afterwards. Beats him as well. And he calls out Lashley and they brawl. But King Corbin attacks Drew from behind. Lashley applies the hurt lock several times to end the show. Uh, this today 1.7 million viewers I'm on the way to Wrestlemania go on Ross
2: the only rationale I can think of for splitting up the hurt business in favour of Baron Corbin two thirds of three man bland are back together the only rationale I can think of is that they're scared that Drew McIntyre might actually get booed so aligning Bobby Lashley with the most detestable guy you know I like Baron Corbin personally but you know the wider population hates him it's just to make sure Bobby Lashley gets booed. That's the only sort of logical thing that can put into it because it makes no sense whatsoever. While you take something that's been a focal point of Raw for so well, many months now at this point, they've been good as well. They've all been fantastic in their respective roles. To split that up this close to WrestleMania and have SmackDown's Baron Corbin just rock up there because the brand split doesn't exist anymore. It's just, it's utterly baffling. But uh, yeah.
3: I think that's what they're trying to do. I agree because... They're probably a bit worried that in giving the belt to Lashley, everyone's gone, actually, Lashley's really good. And, and he might get, there might be more of a split reaction, like you say. So, but they've also, what they've done is, they've made Lashley's character weirdly cowardly with this bounty situation. But They've also made Drew a bit of a bully, beating up Carew and Drew Gulak backstage.
2: The Shades of Grey on SmackDown but it's just totally missing the point on Raw, isn't it? So you're going
1: to say, but the shades of
2: brown on Raw. <laughs>
1: <sighs> so, yeah, you're right. That's actually a good point, Ross. I haven't considered that. Lashley may be cheered. So I have to point out, no, he is the bad guy. Wh- why is that, for example? Oh, I know. Probably because of all the weird stuff they did with Miz winning the title via Money in the Bank, and then Lashley cashing in, making a big deal of it. They've turned on and gone, oh, wait, hang on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he looks awesome. Lashley's yeah, yeah. great. Everyone loves the Hurt Business. That's going to be really bad for WrestleMania. The build-up for this has been so weird because they've at so many different angles these past three weeks to fit this storyline in that Lashley's gone up and down, left and right. I'm surprised he knows where he is. But yeah. Fascinating, isn't it? Fascinating, fascinating, fascinating help, right? ruined
2: yeah. everything, didn't it? It's, uh, yeah. We've been building up that for for so long and now we've got a little window to get to WrestleMania. But that bounty stuff as well, it just... Lashley gets that entrance and you're thinking... because um, I see... All of the kids doing it on the social media, Lashley being the final boss of Raw, at least. um, That just all fit in. And then all of a sudden, he's a cowardly guy who's going around saying he's not scared of Lashley, but he clearly is. He's got a bounty on him. It just makes no sense. Makes no sense.
1: Keeping with that theme, Riddle talks backstage about Sheamus attacking him and doesn't understand why. He then annoys Titus for a bit and just walks off. Sheamus attacks Riddle again, which I liked because it sounded like he was shouting, Shut up! She charged towards him and smashed him. He then beats Riddle in a match to set up a US title match for Mania, even though they've already had loads of matches on Raw, just saying. Riddle shoves him out the ring as he celebrates. Man, that's all. The only thing Riddle did uh, this week. Um, oh, I yeah, think, look at the I script. doesn't think... leave it down. Oh, it's okay. I remembered. Riddle has a bit with Asuka backstage. No, no, no. But... That's
3: later on in my notes. I, I can't wait.
1: Uh, okay. Riddle has a bit... <laughs> wait, he's talking to Asuka. Where is it in your notes? Can't see it. I'll just make near, it up. Near
3: the end, I think, of the list of notes. Yeah. There's only like eight things.
1: Yeah. Riddle talks to Asuka. He's on a scooter. He tries saying, hey, do they have scooters in Japan and whatever? And Asuka's like, "Ah." Oh. And, and Riddle just goes, uh, you know what? I forgot what I was going to say. And Rides away. Sleeves mid-promo. And Asuka does this. Face. And we all move on and go, oh, that <coughs> wacky Riddle. Riddle's promos have been so bad these past few months that people are going... This could be in character for him.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it fits. I thought it's the funniest thing he's done in months. <laughs> just the way, oh. if, he, if he didn't have the scooter, it would have been painful, but the way he just did it and then scooted off in one motion, I thought was poetic. Poetry in motion. <laughs> I,
3: if, if, like, speaking out stuff had never happened, there'd never been allegations and stuff, people would still now be really, really down on Riddle because the difference in nxt riddle to now is just astronomical like how have they messed up his character so badly it's really not entertaining unfortunately in my opinion apart from this segment no no yeah the
1: bit where he forgot what he was going to say legitimately was the best thing riddle has done on the microphone since coming to raw i think he's gonna
3: i think he's gonna win at mania as well i don't think sheamus has beaten him because Riddle did that whole thing after the match where he like shoved him out the ring and Sheamus looked a bit scared. He's like, oh, I forgot he was actually hard. So I
1: don't know.
2: I think I think the result of the Bobby Lashley-Drew-McIntyre match got spoiled on this week's Raw as well.
1: Oh, how so?
2: Because Braun Strowman said he's coming after... What did he do? What was the promo? He said, like, I'm coming after... Was it McIntyre or Lashley?
1: McIntyre. Yeah. I was coming coming out, I'll McIntyre. come after you after I've dealt with Shane is what I heard.
2: Yeah, that's what. Yeah, so McIntyre's going to win, isn't he?
1: Well, no, I mean, what you going to say? I'm going to deal with Lashley. Oh, wait, I mean Drew. Nah.
3: Can I ask why? Because I never really bought into it, but I took that week off. And when I came back, the whole narrative had shifted and people were now saying that Lashley might um, actually win and might actually beat Drew at WrestleMania. And I think I've missed something because I still think Drew's easily going to win.
1: Well, my theory, a game theory, is that the only thing they have to to do with that would be that they go, ah, her Business a banned from ringside and because they've gotten rid of the Hurt Business then Shelton and Cedric are allowed to appear and it was a setup all along and then they reunite afterwards
3: maybe but that's the thing Drew's got it in, in the bag
2: and Braun Strowman will <laughs> be his first challenger
1: yeah was <laughs> like yeah see I knew it was going to happen that's fresh why I'm challenging
3: off, you now <laughs> fresh off his defeat to Shane McMahon at Wrestlemania
2: <laughs> oh no <laughs> nah he's winning he's winning I can't You'd accept like, that. In a, in a perfect,
3: in the, if the world was just, he would win. But you know, you never know.
2: There is a chance to win. It was just the horrible thing. There's a chance. Yeah, that there's always Shane a chance to win. Yeah. I miss the old Shane man oh, Me and uh, Adam was Years speaking old. about his, his, yeah, his 2016 return. I remember that feeling of like, oh, Shane man bat the guy who like just the stunt guy who would come back and lose matches but do something impressive and would all be said he's fantastic, and then the joke went way too far, and now I'm terrified of WrestleMania. Shame in general. He
3: beat Roman Reigns <laughs>
2: in Saudi Arabia in the yeah. soaring heat of Saudi Arabia.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Drew McIntyre might have been involved, but that's besides the point. The record books read. Shame at man defeated Roman Reigns.
1: Yeah, shame at man defeated The Miz at WrestleMania.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, after and The Miz, Miz gave
1: him a superplex. After
3: The, after Shane, after Shane beat up his dad, <laughs> and then he beat him.
1: <laughs> and then he beat him in the kit. Moving on, Shane McMahon hits the ring with Elias and Riker. Ooh, scary! And shows a Braun Strowman. Oh God! The school report on the Tron. The grades are bad, which is very funny. Shane shows an image of Braun in a dunce cap. Yes, they're still doing the bit where they do badly photoshopped images. Like it's 2000. Me and me and Tom watched 2000 SmackDown right, and we found the moment when Jericho's doing that with uh, Benoit. That's the only good one. That's the only yeah. good one of those girls. I would face Benoit, and he does the Doctor On a goat? Yeah.
3: On a boat? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And the crowd are laughing because it's 2000. So it's like, ooh, MS Paint, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but we forgot the bit works when Benoit comes out and goes, you think that was funny? I've got a funny image too. And it's Benoit stretching Jericho good that's funny. You know, when you pass It has to out, tie,
3: it, it has to tie it together, yeah. Yeah,
1: and then Jericho comes, no, you're mine because yours didn't rhyme. Um, that, <laughs> that's good. When they just do this and then the bad guy has to come out or the good guy in this case I guess comes out and is like I can't believe it. I'm so annoyed at what you just did with those photoshops like that's And
2: just... And man McMahon cannot read because he got one of the lines wrong and he said unrefutable <laughs> like, Is he supposed to be oh. stupid as well? Like, or is it because I just think that's him just actually being stupid
1: There was just mistakes weren't they? Ross a few weeks past him stumbling and breathing into Mike for about five minutes. I'm all right. In fact, he was in the ring and able to read his lines or take a big
2: It just makes the entire storyline just so much worse, doesn't it? If he's actually just... I don't understand. There's no sort of nuance to it, is there? What am I saying? There's no sort of nuance to it. It's raw.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's raw. It's unfinished. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Uh, Braun comes out and Shane bails so he squashes Riker in a match instead. Well, at least he's still face. Uh, afterwards Braun chases Shane but Elias and Riker help him escape Braun wants a steel cage match at Wrestlemania so he's finally got Shane one on one Shane didn't Mano. look that asked. yeah what, Shane he,
2: why would he didn't he's, he's a cage match specialist didn't he? Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he, di- he he gets gets no no Matthew he gets different rules when he's inside of a cage He oh gets rope break. that's
1: right money in the bank right? oh, great he, he sweats out of his shirt
2: that's how easy he finds cage matches
1: how great is that when the crowd <laughs> knows like hey that's not right Advantage, Bro, shame at Manor, the I commentator reckon. as well is pointing out. Like, yeah, you, you've changed the rules of wrestling for this one match. Uh. <laughs> oh, it was great. Miz and Morrison shows us the video for um, Hey, Hey, Hop Hop. Bad Bunny and Damien Priest come out. Damien Priest is in his 40s. And Bad Bunny says he's not going to make... <laughs> he's going to make Miz his bitch at WrestleMania. Miz storms up to Bad Bunny, who punches him in the face. Priest and Bunny are ready to fight, but Morrison and recent W champion Miz want none of that.
3: Yeah, Miz is scared... Of bad bunny, well, he's scared a priest, I suppose.
2: But... Hey, it was a fantastic shot from Bad Bunny.
3: Oh yes, no doubt in that.
2: Good and proper thumped him, didn't he? Yeah,
1: good.
2: Yeah, but I tell you what, though, this is the, easily the the worst song they've done so far. I'm disappointed because yeah. the other two were legitimate bops, as the kids would say, Matthew. I know you yeah. agree.
1: Oh yes, I love the bops. <laughs> 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 sorry uh, the New Day beat AJ Styles and Omos uh, oh, at charades and Pictionary these, segments, all came, these
3: segments came in a row shame and man report card Miz and Bad Bunny and Morris and all that and now the charades and the Pictionary
1: it was the three stages of hell yeah. <laughs> crappy bit and again New Day used to do bits that were dumb and fun since getting drafted to Raw they've done dumb and dumb bits. They did this with Miz and Morrison where they both basically like Wah! made noises at each other for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people switched off. And now they're doing the same with these terrible bits. This is supposed to be a WrestleMania tag match. I wasn't into this. I love the New Day. I don't know what they're doing. Hey, so,
2: Amen. Yeah. I hate how they've made Omos look like a complete Dickhead as well. It's like you've got this seven-foot-three, like, once-in-a-lifetime man in the wrestling. Like, you don't find seven-foot-three people, like, regularly, do you? And they've got him out there dressed in his mauve jumper because, oh, it's kind of pink, so it's funny when a big man wears it. Ah. Then they've got him, not not guessing, son, in a game of bloody Pictionary or whatever it's called. How are man? Come on. Help the guy out. you got retribution that was just doomed to fail from the start, from the very concept and how they presented that, and now they're trying to make a, a fool out of Omos as well? Oh, why did they do this to them? I know you're both taking my words very seriously here.
3: Yeah, of course, yeah, it's true. I <laughs> agree.
1: Mean, no, no, Ross, don't sit now.
3: <laughs> I was letting you, I was letting you go. I was, yeah, was very, you, very
1: true. Yeah, echoing thoughts of many people, pal. Shayna Baszler loses to Naomi via Roll-Up, after involvement from Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. <sighs> and now. Na- <laughs> Not yet. Then interrupts the contract sign between Rhea Ripley and Asuka, We're trying to let them to a tag match next week. Because what else are they going to do? They accept.
3: They've, they've ruined the build to one women's title match at WrestleMania.
2: Now let's just now let's
3: just do shift to the, the other one. Yeah. Hey.
2: Hey. Why can't we have one storyline for one belt and another storyline <laughs> for another belt? Why is it so hard? Why? I'm shouting. Sorry, headphone users. It's really annoying, though. It's so annoying because it's like it could be, it could be, and it should be a lot better to watch. But for some reason, they are like hamstringing themselves, and I don't know why they why they're doing it. It Just makes me sad. All right, I just want the wrestling to be good. Is that is that too much to ask for, Matthew? Jack? Yes. No, that's no, true. It's
4: oh. true.
3: It's better than if better than better than when the wrestling's boring and average. Though I love a bad episode of the wrestling, whichever show oh, it
1: is. Yes.
3: To get be really there. Angry, oh, this really was angry good.
1: About. This was good. Oh, this was good. Losing a bit of momentum here, lads. energy. Oh, this role was crap. Yes, like a shot of espresso. Uh, AW Dynamite. Yeah. Oh, this. Was Let's a see how we go. Banger of a show. You in got there. Christian Cage wins his first match in AW, beating Frankie Gazarian in a heart match that went in about 17 minutes. I it missed
2: everything in this match probably because I was just looking at Christian's feet the entire time. Oh. Ever since people have said, oh, look at Christian's ring work, look at Christian's footwork, I'm like, I want to try and, try and spot what these wrestlers are singing. And I still couldn't say what they were talking <laughs> about because I'm not a wrestler. But that's what I spent my entire time doing, was just looking at Christian's little tootsies. Hmm.
1: Shades I, of Tarantino. What did you think, Chuck? <laughs> I,
3: I enjoyed how there were certain moments. First of all, I think Kazarian deserves a lot of credit because I oh, thought he was really good in this match. Um, and I noticed little moments where Christian would like, like early on, Kazarian hit him like an uppercut and he spilled out onto the ramp and there was this look on his face like oh I forgot how much like wrestling hurts and then he put him in a cravat and Christian like almost passed out straight away and it was like he was out of practice and I really enjoyed those little moments that was good uh, start of the show
0: If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
1: Yeah. Uh, QT Marshall abandoned his, <laughs> his exhibition match with Cody Rhodes, sucker punching guest referee Ann Anderson. <laughs> the nightmare factory trainees rushed to the ring to check on him but Aaron Solo, Nick Komoroto, and Anthony Ogogo reveal themselves to be aligned with QT and attack everybody.
3: Ross now supports QT Marshall Stable. Oh, Yes, no. I do.
1: QT power drives Dustin on the ring steps and prepares to give Cody a concerto, but Red Velvet runs out to stop him. She is later beaten down by Jade Cargill backstage. All right, look, Cody is as best as of so many times when he's doing, he's reenacting and cosplaying 80s stuff. Uh, and now we're doing Bruno Sabisco again so that's fantastic we're doing that but it is hilarious like 3 weeks after the pinnacle got started we have a new big bad baddie stable
3: oh this is just the cody section of the storylines it's all right it's cody
1: corner cody Corner. that'll be the name of the stable do you think
3: <laughs> i really like this a lot what
1: do you think the stable's going to be called
3: the, Q, the,
2: cuties, the big apple, the, big, the, cu- the cutie, the cutie boys, <laughs> the right. Q-tip, NWO, innit it. Just call it NWO. Get it, get it. It's, the, it's the NWO. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's what I, I took away from it. Like, I think I saw someone say this is like the Wolfpack version of the Nightmare Family, but I'm like, nah. This is like this is like NWO Black and White. This with QT Marshall being the Hollywood Hogan. We'll be sitting here. We'll be sitting here in six months' time when there's hundred members of this new world order, the new new world order, um, and we'll be sitting there. Oh,
1: just... the Q world order. Q Q Q world order. There we go. Apple, but apples, apples, and apples.
2: <laughs> I've made a list of all the factions though in uh, in AEW at the moment. Inner can circle. You
1: name, can we see if we can name them? I've got a list of them.
2: I've got a list here.
1: Matthew, de- let's, go and, de- let's go back and forth. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: yeah okay. I'll delete as you say. Go on then.
1: Team Taz. Inner circle. Yep. Yep. Uh, the elite. Does that count?
2: That's on my list as well, yeah. All right, okay. They're not technically a thing anymore, are they?
1: The pinnacle. Yep. The inner circle. I've said yeah. the inner circle. Who said it? Uh, the pinnacle, sorry. I've just he said, said that. that. <laughs> QT yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. QD Pie, mm-hmm. uh, do, is a Death Triangle on there. Oh, yep. Yeah, right. Oh, Matt Hardy's uh, big. Uh,
2: what's it, Hardy? Greek Hardy Family it. Office oh, the Hardy Family HFO,
3: Office? HFO, the HFO. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> uh, Jurassic Express.
1: Correct. Oh. Oh. Okay. There's some others I know. Um, there are. There are. There, there are. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Go on, Jack. Dark Order. Oh. Yep. Shocking, Matthew. Now I'm tapped out. My brain's gone, but no of others. The
3: Nightmare Family.
1: Yep. I think. Uh, oh, more? so Nightmare. Right, right. Nightmare Family. Right, okay. So
2: I've got written down here. Uh, one, two, three. Ooh, I
3: see you.
1: Well, I, oh, SCU. They're that,
2: just a tag team now, aren't they? Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 it's
3: true. Yeah. I've um, got one,
2: two, three, four written down here. Four
3: more? Four Oof. left.
2: Four
3: um, left. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is getting tricky now.
2: One, one's topical for last night's episode. Stole the show, arguably.
3: One's topical.
2: Stole the oh. show last night. Yeah.
1: But... Oh, oh, best do friends. They have a name? Best, best, best friends, friends all them. Oh, In best the... friends covers all. Oh, okay. Uh, Wait, yeah. best. Best friends is the three of them yeah, and now, and now... Oh, and and the man makes four. So and Chris Tatler
2: uh, makes five. That's
1: a group. Oh, that, okay. Group. Yeah. Um, I can't go
3: on. I can't think anymore. Yeah. I've cool.
2: got the invisible hands. That's what I've called them here. Don Callis and all that. There you go. Oh yeah, the yeah. And then, oh. The game of Oz and Penelope. I don't know what their official name oh, okay, is. And then on. there's the pre- the pretty lads in AEW Dark now with um JD oh, Drake and Nemeth yeah, and yeah. all them. Yeah, so only, I think yeah. I think that's all of them covered. And it, of them. Uh, wow.
3: And now we've kind of got Moxley Kingston in the books
2: if they're a thing. Oh Christ, I. Yeah.
1: Plus oh, Brian like Cage it. is going to split up from Team Taz.
2: Yeah.
3: So I reckon Brian
1: Cage, Darby and Sting. Uh, Darby and Sting. Yeah, yeah Darby. <laughs> If Del Sol and Luther get together as a uh, short back and crag,
2: this, <laughs> this must be building to something. Have they got a, like a, a like a special gimmick like pay per view coming up where it's like gang warfare, like nineteen ninety seven on Raw?
3: I think they're just like factions.
2: DoA coming back soon.
3: I think part of it is that they've got a huge tag division, but I think they just like having factions. I'm not particularly against it to be honest. Yeah, they're
1: huge like Japan, two things: factions and hiring their mates.
3: I really like this I like this segment I don't think it was I don't think it was bad at all I gave it an A right
1: okay no you're allowed to like it it's just funny to me that again any other time would have been fine to have another mega stable announced but they've just done one three weeks ago but this is in Cody's Corner okay and again it's QT. it's QT it's Marshall getting one
3: but it's elevating the three lads below him as well, though.
2: Hopefully. Hopefully, mm. we don't get to a point where Cody has a handicap match and beats them all at one go. That's what I'm terrified, right? Outboxes <laughs> Anthony Ogogo. Ter- yeah, outboxes yeah. the Olympic bronze medalist, the Commonwealth silver medalist. <laughs> and then just stockpiles Camarato, whatever he's called Ogogo. <laughs> You're the guy. Solo. Solo.
1: Yeah, I think beat that, up by uh, one of them. Goes Isn't to the back. Ah, so- oh, me shoulder. I got punched I- in the shoulder by a gogo <laughs> and comes back. Crowd. Boo. I think Aaron Solo,
3: I don't want to diminish his own achievements, but I think he's Bailey's ex-fiancé.
1: Yes.
3: Hasn't he been around for... He's not a trainee.
1: No. So he's no, he was uh, Ricky Starks' tag partner in uh, Extra Talented. So
3: he's just a trainee in Storyline? Yeah.
2: Yes. Okay. It's like when Andy in Parks and Recreation goes to a guitar lesson. But you lovely play the, Ross play the, play, the, play the guitar already I've been watching Parks and Rec that's right so, yeah.
1: and yesterday was of course March 31st so the date when he had uh, Ronson Rons. had 90 <laughs> or, or so meetings so busy day for him
3: I've not seen that much Parks and Rec but I like the one where they're doing the, the campaign on the ice rink and they've all got to walk out onto the ice it's really yeah. good
1: yeah that's a good one. they have stables as well there's the parks feuding with the wreck <laughs> Swanson has his own state whatever uh, John Moxie beats Cesar Benoni despite interference from the, the what do you call them the pretty lads of FW Dark
2: yeah those lads yeah.
1: I, I right, forget what their official
2: name is yeah they don't got
1: one. <laughs> we later learn that Darby Allen has oh Peter Avalon is cool, of course uh, we later learn that Darby Allen has issued an open challenge for the TNT title accepted by Drake wow what a lad JD Drake is I like that he looks the way he looks yeah yeah more guys like... who look like they just right out over 83
2: yeah was that? Him? yeah
1: <laughs> the inner circle ambush the pinnacle in their locker room and beat the hell out of them jericho says the worst is yet to come what's well, going to do a podcast on them <laughs>
3: now i didn't enjoy this one as much as other people did in this episode this part of the episode very entertaining but i think it was too soon because the pinnacle have just been established and now the leader's getting his head put in a toilet and thrown through a vending machine
2: do you know what i mean yeah when's the next pay-per-view
3: Double or nothing, it'll be, won't it?
1: Little or so, May. Yeah. probably over cheque. Oh, so we upset that they didn't like add to that every year. So the first one was double or nothing. Next yeah. year it was triple or nothing, and it's keep on going up.
2: I often wonder this about car registration plates, Matthew. Where does it go when it reaches like, so it's seventy this decade. Yeah. Next decade's eighty, then ninety. Then where does it go? It can't go back to zero zero, can it? Where does it go? Uh, oh.
0: Deeply That's a good question, actually. Ah. If
2: you know in the comments down below, if you work for a local council or anything like that, let us know.
1: It's great if council people listening to this. <laughs>
2: hey, supposed Guinness to be world, working Guinness World Records are listening. Anyone? You never know oh. who's listening to this stuff, do you? Which right. is, by the way, I've been in contact with them and they'll, we'll start doing stuff after WrestleMania season's done with. We'll oh. start trying to break some world records on the podcast. Oh,
3: oh. The, uh, the next one is... Wait, the next wait, one really? is... Yeah. Oh, I can't okay, wait. cool. What's Go on like
1: then, it? Jack. Sorry.
3: Uh, The next one is Double or Nothing. It's on May 30th,
1: so they've still got uh, about two months.
2: Yeah, this is too soon then, isn't it?
1: (laughs) And apparently they're doing a house show during WrestleMania weekend. The house always
2: wins Mm. on that WrestleMania weekend there.
1: Yeah. Crazy. Don Callis speaks to Matt Jackson backstage, shaming him for turning his back on Kenny Omega. Callis slaps Matt, who doesn't retaliate, and there's some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, all right, all right.
2: This belonged on the nation's favourite street, this. I thought this was fantastic. Don Callis is a very very talented man. Mm. Get him in a relationship with Gail Platt or something like that. I don't know. Really-
1: <laughs> he slapped him uh, with the invisible hand. <laughs> I like
3: I like when they give the books distinct characters, and they're not just the books. Matt's the more sensitive one, isn't he? He's the more, he feels more. And he's, he's maybe the more naive as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Still really unlikable, though, isn't it? <laughs> but he's the unlikable, sensitive one.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. Omega and the Good Brothers beat the Lucha Brothers and the Radio Kid. Moxie comes out to attack, but is outnumbered until he's joined by the Young Bucks. They rush the ring and the Bullet Club. we call him that? I Not the Bullet Club, Bale. I didn't yeah. realize
2: their theme is like the Al Bullet Club theme. If you listen yeah. to what i this week, I didn't realize it was. I that noticed one.
3: that for the first time this week as well, which makes me think is it the first time they've used it? Or is this Maybe. just the Good Brothers theme?
2: Maybe. I do like the little, like, machine gun noise at the start that's done mm-hmm. by peut- a mouth. Pew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's some firing it a retreating Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like this match. I love the Lucha stuff on AEW. Fantastic seeing Laredo Kid continue to wrestle there. Uh, the Bunny and Nyla Rose beat Hikaru Shida and Tay Conti after a candlestick shot from the Bunny behind the referee's back. At one point, Nyla Rose got confused by the Bunny and Tay Conti. Together and they were dressed exactly the same, and the exact same hair. So I grabbed one of them, went, Oh, sorry, and then grabbed the other one. <laughs> I
2: thought oh, that, that was, was just her in a fit of rage, just grabbed
1: anything. I thought, I, I thought, like, I like, and right they, they, they covered it pretty well. But yeah. I'm like, Wait, because they looked at it and go, Wait, yeah, hang on, which one's which?
3: It reminded me of when Harry Maguire pulled Luke Shaw out of the way of, it, of the ball. It, Man United conceded a goal this season, I think. Luke Shaw was about to clear the ball. Harry Maguire pulls him out of the way. The other team score. Harry Maguire then blames Luke Shaw. <laughs> Hey, it was fantastic, unless you're a Man United fan. Yes,
1: well, moving on. And then we had the main event, which we already talked about. Uh, talk about it again, in case you skipped the uh, other bit. Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy beat Miro and Kip Sabian in the best main event ever since the last time the best friends had their crazy, no holds barred match, I guess. You know, Matthew, and, uh, Matthew oh, we, shouldn't,
2: we shouldn't speak about it again just to stop getting people skipping segments.
1: <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you if you skipped, then tough. Uh, NXT? We actually, we, is that,
2: is that going to reflect badly on us as a, as a podcast? Let's
1: or? find out. Let us know in the comments <laughs> if you've skipped and gone, you bastards.
2: Is Jack on board with this decision? I'm staying out of it. No
1: comment. Just protecting my back. Jack's on board. Yeah. <laughs> NXT. Cameron Grimes surprisingly beats Roddy Strong, distracting him with an undisputed error band. He got it out of his trunks as if he was going to put it
3: on but when he got it out Strong came up behind him and hit him with the angle slam and the, the armband fell and Roddy Strong was like what's this? and then lost the match okay well he wasn't like what's this it was more like haunted by the memories of yeah. you know Say, like oh no
1: <laughs> only i in, wrestling, in this space.
3: only in wrestling would that happen if it was if wrestling was real and someone had an armband with your old group's thing on it you'd just go that's a bit weird and then you just carry on but he's like <sighs>
1: Like on Fastlane, has to grab it and yell, I used to be part of this group! <laughs> <laughs> Santos Escobar issues an open challenge, which is answered by Tyler Breeze. Escobar wins in a stable beat down Breeze, but MSK run out to make the save. Grizzled young Xheterans appear on the Tron and explain that while both teams are distracted, they're focused on being the next I'm
3: not going to win. The Scouse lads. Well, mm.
2: the Scouse lad is his mm. Oh,
1: he's not... He's not scouts, is he? James Drake? I don't yeah. think James Drake's scouts now.
2: No, he's Nottingham, him, isn't he, or something like that? Oh. I they mean, did that... it, would, it would help if he spoke, ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> they did that video where Zach Gibson showed him around Liverpool, and then it linked it all back to how good he is. This is the liver Bird. It's a sign of how great Liverpool is, but nothing in Liverpool is as great as me. And then yeah. James Drake's just nodding like very like um, seriously as if it's like, legitimate advice is like mm, yeah. right cool I'm learning
1: here's, I'm the, learning. here's a finally gate that's what I named me finisher after Just, oh now I get it cheers <laughs> <laughs> it's a series of vignettes a, what a small dog makes his way to the performance centre and finally reaches its owner of Valkyrie well, it's, so a it's a debut th- on April 13th what yeah
3: yeah so a small dog there was a series of vignettes with a little fluffy dogs running up to the performance centre and Beth Phoenix is like what what and then the next one, a little bit later on, the dog's further in. Eventually the dog comes to a rest at the at the feet of like these sparkly, these like pink heels. And everyone's like, who's that? Or oh, like pink boots. And um online people have noticed that the dog belongs to John Morrison and Tyre Valkyrie, so it's probably her.
1: Ah. Oh. Yeah. It's well, a dog. weird segment. Yeah, it's cool. That I might have to check out. Because <laughs> there's a dog. Uh Cannus Lorraine, Indy Hartwell beat. Uh, Gigi Dolan and Zayda Romeo. I'm getting that right. Wasn't uh, sure Candice... that last one was, but she's like a enhancement E type E training. Oh, cool. She's part of QT's crew then. Yeah. Kani um, <laughs> gets on the mic and says, there's not a woman in NXT who deserves to be champion more than her. Hembra Shoti turn up and accept the challenge. Shoti shoots Indy from her tank.
3: Yep, yeah, hits her in the crotch. <laughs> I love that, yeah. Because like,
1: yeah, just choose her a trunk like it's normal. Yeah. Hugh Shirai defiantly confronts Raquel Gonzalez backstage and gets beaten up again. Raquel beats Zoe Stark and is attacked by Ew afterwards, but Raquel again gets the upper hand. Mm. I need to we'll can...
2: apologise to everybody. I haven't seen NXT again.
1: <laughs> yep, don't worry. Uh, neither have I. Uh, Jack is our NXT lad. He does it so <sighs> well. We don't need to watch it. Isn't that right, Ross?
2: No, we do need to watch it, Matthew. We should watch it, but there's not enough hours in the day. That's what I'm finding.
1: But we will be able to watch it. When it moves to Tuesdays. <laughs>
2: you say that, but I missed it last week because I had other videos to do. So I, I just, yeah.
1: As long as you have two people watching <laughs> yeah. it, we'll be all right, pal. Yeah, I hope so.
2: Sorry comments.
1: Uh, Casey Catanzaro has recovered very quickly from a broken leg. And teams with Caden Carter take on Mei Ying and Zia Lee, who beat them. Ying doesn't do much, but chokes Caden at one point and blows smoke in her face. It's
3: yeah, like a final boss kind of thing. Yeah. Passive smoking?
1: And you ever I see just... the giant when he did that ninety eight? If he smoke and he go, yeah, but I'm gonna stop because it's gonna stunt my groove. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> great. The main event is the Gauntlet the qualifying Battle Royal for a shot at the North American Championship, featuring oh my god, Pete Dunn, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Leon Ruff, Tyler Rust, Jake Atlas, Bronson Reed, Austin Theory, Cameron Grimes, L.A. Knight, Kushida, and Dexter Loomis. These are just some of the people we have signed in the last three months. Uh, yes, the can, I explain six... the, can I explain the
3: rules, sorry? Oh, please do. So there's a battle royal, but the final six all get entered into a gauntlet match on night one of TakeOver in order of elimination. So like, if you win the battle royal, you're last in the gauntlet match. And then the winner of the gauntlet match faces Johnny Gargano on night two for the North American Championship. At one point in this show, Austin Theory's backstage and says, and Gargano's like, well, what if you're... What if you're? What if you win? You're my mate, and you're in this match. What if you win the whole thing and then face me? And Austin Theory's like, "Well, just do the finger poke of doom." And then Gargano goes, "No, that killed the business." Oh wait, we're still here. It's fine. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, fair
1: enough." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fast qualify for good. Good on them, lads. In order: Ruff, Isaiah, Reed, Grimes, Loomis, and Knight. Elliot Knight is the last man in. Wow, good push there for Eli. After the match, Eo Shirai and Mikel Gonzalez come out and have another brawl with EO hitting a big dive to end the show. Yeah.
2: It kicked nice off to... in our work chat today. That's the one bit of NXT I have seen, because, like, how could all these people fall over? Huh? Do you see this this morning, Jack?
3: I saw bits of it, but I was in the middle of doing my grade, AEW graded bit. Yeah, I saw bits and pieces, yeah.
2: Jim Corner actually works for Cultaholic, you see, Matthew. And he put in the chat, how could all these people fall over just by Io Shirai falling down? Come on. That's not the business. It's killing the business, et cetera, et cetera.
1: It's a good point, though. Yeah. If they're saying, you know, that thing that killed the business, I oh, was still here. Now someone does a dive and some people go, oh, I got hit. Killing the business. Yeah. It's like if it's like if a rock star did a stage
3: dive and the whole academy just went,
1: what? <laughs> Dude, if, they, if that happened, I'd fall.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> if I get tickets to see Ailstorm uh, coming to the O2 Academy in a few months' okay. time. But I thought cool. I need to say that. Just
3: rock, rock and roll, Matthew. It's just that, nice to that see ha- events ha- ha- getting
1: booked. Hailstorms, oh. you say. Ale, is in glug, glug, glug. Oh, storm. beer. Storm oh. of ale. Glug, glug, glug. Metal. That's Ooh. right. And that was The Week in Wrestling.
3: <laughs> let's have a rummage in our mailbags. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
1: Now, let have a little look in the mailbag. Number one. Hello, lads. Hello. Hello. Hope you are doing well. With WrestleMania coming up, I was wondering, what if you could only watch back one WrestleMania for the rest of your life, from one to 36? Which one would you pick? Mine would be either 31 because it was my first full Mania, including Build that I watched, or 35 because it has loads of good moments. Thank you for everything you guys do. I was gutted to learn this week that WTF moments will be reduced to pay-per-views only. I obviously understand it must have been a difficult decision, so this is not criticism, just love. Ross's videos were the first thing that brought me back to wrestling full-time after a seven-year break. I've been following you guys since and watch everything you do. You gave me back my childhood, Ross. I just want to say the biggest thank you, and capital letters, for it. Heart symbol, heart symbol. Thank you for every piece of content all of you have made. And thank you to Ross for bringing me to this community. Forever a sexual wank pheasant. <laughs> uh, Joalit from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Beautifully put, especially at the end of there, pal. Uh, yeah, so Ross, are you getting lots of messages like this?
2: I did, yeah. So I thought I'd better just include one um, and just... Yeah, reiterate me. Thanks to all the, the nice messages I got because there was a, a few in the podcast mailbag this week. And I tried to avoid it, but I thought I'd get it out there, out the way first. So thank you very much to everyone who sent one in. It's a it's a it's a horrible, crappy situation. But like we, I quite enjoy doing this for a living, and we're making a massive loss um, each and every time we made one of those videos. So I should be doing stuff that makes us money, basically. So that's it's had to bite the bullet. And it's, it's horrible. It's the way it's turned out, and we sort of need to need to do it rather than want to do it. If that makes any sense.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But we're evolving. We'll keep on. It's not as if, it's not as if like, that's it, and we'll never find anything to replace. You know I mean? Like we'll we'll keep growing. We'll keep going.
2: Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, a eventually when we can all be in the same place at the same time, we'll we'll get the proper sort of yeah. replacement. we will discussed it. Um, there'll still be Raw and SmackDown and Dynamite coverage going forward, but it'll just be in a different form to uh WTF. Yeah, it's a, it's a crap situation. Because I've had a, a horrible time of it. Because you get those arseholes like, oh, you've ruined my week now, Ross. And all this uh, stuff. It's like, oh, it's like, I can't do anything. Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
3: I, I, I mean, when I stopped doing Rest of the Week and replaced it with a new series that's going on, um, every now every time I've put a new video out, some people have still gone like, this isn't as good as rest of the Week, bring it back. And I want to be like...
2: Nobody nah! watched. Nobody watched.
3: Uh, nobody watched. And also, like... It's really crap when you put loads of effort into writing and making a video. And then obviously the, edit, the editor puts in a lot of effort editing it for you as well. And then immediately, as soon as it's up, people are like, no, this isn't very good. And you know they've not even taken the time to watch it. So I'm glad that you got a lot of messages, positive ones, because it does actually help make a difference.
2: It does, because believe it or not, I'm quite a prideful person, <laughs> which makes no sense in terms of what I do on this channel. But um, yeah, it's been quite a bad thing to sort of accept the fact that I've not been able to sort of keep that going. Because, like, you, you look at, uh, what? Sorry, go on. Huh? I think we're going to say something, Jack.
3: Well, I was I was just going to say, but it's not, I don't think you should look at it as a failure because you've been doing it for how many years now? Like, it's a very long run for a show.
2: Yeah, it's over five.
3: Exactly, like, that's a long yeah. time.
2: Just a shame, though. Because I still, I still do enjoy doing, which I, I need to re- reiterate everybody. It's not like, oh, I'm sick of it, I want to stop doing it. It's just the, the, it's, the situation sort of forced itself to be like that. But anyway, my answer would be WrestleMania 18.
4: 18? Mm, 18.
2: 18. Because it's got my fit. I could watch Hogan versus Rock every day for the rest of my life, I think, and it would make me smile each and every time. Even if I'm not the biggest Hogan fan, to be honest with you. But crowds make wrestling matches for me, and that crowd is sensational.
1: can't argue with that. I mean, WrestleMania 18 as a whole is like, yeah. But that, no one's taken that away.
2: Drowning pool playing a few times.
1: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying not to say WrestleMania X7, but my heart wants to say WrestleMania X7 because I feel like I've spent my life watching WrestleMania X7. Uh,
3: Kenny watched it on Twitter the other day. Uh. He, he put up a video of himself watching the moment where Linda stands up and you can hear him in the background going, "Yeah, go on, Linda.
1: Safety <laughs> <laughs> Kenny. Probably, oh, I know, 30. Oh, that was mine. Yeah. Yeah, what a momentous historic one. Two Brian matches, Undertaker streak. Cena White Wyatt feud that didn't work out. Um, probably some other stuff. But those three things are worth it alone.
3: The Shield squashing the New Age Outlaws. and Shield, okay. that's right, yeah. Um, I was going to go for 30 as well, because if I was only going to watch one, I'd probably want to choose one with a happy ending. So... That one's got like the big, like the the greatest ending with Brian and all that. Yeah, yeah.
1: If I can't pick that one, make a good view thirty-one because for years I thought that wasn't a very good WrestleMania, and I will look Ooh. back because there's been so many crap ones after that. Because what was I thinking? The that great WrestleMania, awesome. yeah. Dalton Rollins finish. Ladder match was good. Uh, Lesnar reigns. Rollins ended up being great as well. Um, Rusev in the tank. Rusev R- in the tank. Yes. Ronda Rousey. Ronda yes. Rousey
2: and the throwing Ron- Stephanie but... What's well, Sting no. Triple,
1: Triple H, H match, which. Uh, I still love that match. Right. <laughs> I
3: don't know why. Oh. It's ridiculous on funny. I've been
2: watching. It. There's a tier list coming this weekend with myself and Adam doing special WrestleMania entrances and watching oh. Triple H's from 31.
1: <laughs> oh, I love oh, that. The Terminator one. I love that. Triple
3: H's WrestleMania entrances are. Class. And I love all of them. And people laugh at them, and I don't know why.
2: That's why they're so good, though, because you can't laugh at them. It's like <laughs> so- we're speaking about 33 when he comes out in his tricycle. With Stephanie on the back, it's sad. It's sensational. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just you can see him backstage, like, wow, Trump nation got this idea for your power. He's like, yeah, that's badass, that. comes out and it's just not, and it's fantastic every time.
1: When uh WrestleMania 32 and Steph did that, she took a mask off and started doing the speech, like, oh, bow before yeah. they get... I was I don't, I don't like think about doing reaction stuff there, but I should have done that because I was on the floor <laughs> laughing, like couldn't move. The closest I've had to a fit in my life because I was dying, just could not stop laughing at it.
3: And and the one at thirty actually worked because it was it was ironic, wasn't it? Whether he's got he's on the throne and he's facing Brian and he's got like it turned out to be Charlotte, Sasha, and.
2: Like Alexa
3: around, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's there on the throne and that, and he's like the king of wrestling, and it's really funny. It's that that one, ca- that one the the camera
2: angle he takes his like golden skull crown thing off, but it just zooms in on his face. He's like... <laughs> just shaking like that. You can't <laughs> up- but laugh every single time he does net at WrestleMania. Oh, Fantastic.
1: <laughs> but then you see the selling the deluxe action figures of the different WrestleMania Triple Hs, and you go, oh, I wouldn't mind having Terminator
2: <laughs> Triple H on
1: my desk. Anyway, so yeah, thank you very much for the question. Molly. The
3: problem with Triple H matches at Mania as well is that he makes this huge entrance. Everyone's like, yeah! And all of his matches start so slowly. He's <laughs> so <laughs> methodical. So he's come out as this like barbarian warlord, and then he goes, lock up? Here we go.
1: <laughs> lock up, pose, shove down, wave the crowd to go, we're bored already, and then do it again. <laughs> oh, good times. Hi, twiddle D D S. Long-time listener, (laughs) first-time caller. I was watching back over some of Ross's tier lists and was very much enjoying the music-based ones. Oh, yes. It got me thinking about the strangest music-based wrestling content I've ever experienced. The background music of the WWE Supercard mobile game. The musical direction the game has gone with leans into this weird Germanic rock ballad style, trying to jam wrestling terms awkwardly into a rock context. It is equal parts distracting and bewildering. For example, these are lyrics to the music to accompany the ring domination event in the game. Mm. I'm heading down to the docks tonight Lead my way under the moonlight There's a ship that's sailing tonight. Oh, so sailing out after 27 days time to end this drought Yeah, not taking this from there, you know I'm coming for it Yeah, you know I'm lurking from the shadows, yeah I'm gonna get you girls It's my birthday I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm going to unwrap you. Caress your smooth skin down. I'm going to dominate. Coming at you, I retaliate. If I need, I will resuscitate. This ring is mine. I'm going to... All right, enough. Anyway, a question. What is your favourite slash least favourite music from a wrestling video game? <laughs> Bloody hell, you may be singing that for that. Uh, much love and RIP weekly WTF moments. They will be missed by me at least, but understand you guys, your gents going to do what you got to do. Aaron Smith living in Aberdeen. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you, favorite, actually, know that, do you actually
3: know that song or were
1: you just putting your own tunes No, it? I've never heard it, but I could yeah, oh, imagine.
3: I like the air yeah bits. It sounded
1: legit. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, favorite, least favorite music, wrestling game. Um...
2: I've got two playlists from games on my Spotify which other people have made. One is from Smackdown vs. Raw 2006, and the other is from Smackdown vs. Raw, the original one, the first one. A couple of playlists on, uh, on my Spotify there. Hmm. Cool. Oh, you got what any are big they? songs from it? Oh, do you want to know the, what the songs are? Can Power Man. Bit... Well, this is Smackdown versus Raw, the first one. Power Man 5000, When Worlds Collide. Yes. An- Anthrax and Public Enemy, Bring the Noise. Shoe Core, or Shoe Core, Bonecracker. I'm a bonecracker. I'm a bonecracker. Beb, bep. Man. Uh <laughs> styles of Beyond, superstars, Break and Benjamin, Polyamorous, you're my oh. Polyamorous friend. What a big song! Uh, Be- Break and Benjamin again, Firefly, Zebrahead, Alone, Zebrahead falling apart, Everything everything's falling, falling apart. 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 Yeah. Um, core with the angle, uh, swollen members, <laughs> uh, <laughs> bottom bottom line, and Tantric with chasing after.
3: Mm. Big
1: songs, all one, each nice. and every one of them. <laughs> I'm looking for the different soundtracks now, Anna. No? There's none are recognised.
3: I I don't have any particular like favourite wrestling game songs because in the two thousands, other other games on the PS2 had some of the best soundtracks ever. In so like Tony Hawk and GTA Vice City and stuff, which is a shame because it overshadowed the music in in the SmackDown games. So I don't think I can answer that question. I'll go for the Zebrahead one because I've seen them live, and when they played that, I was like, "It's the song from the wrestling."
1: yeah but I saw them, they didn't play uh, Take a Chance. to just... uh... <laughs> Take a chance, Take a We're
2: fantastic at podcasting, aren't we? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll go with because I'm looking for the SmackDown vs. Raw games. I don't recognize any of the songs. And I associate Power Man 5000 Worlds Clyde with Tony Hawk's, too. So instead, I will pick. The WrestleMania 2000 for the N64 theme uh, title music, which is actually a Pantera song mm. that they've just, you know, Jimmy Hart. Is that a verb? People don't understand, they've just basically taken it and not taken it. So it's. That one. Yeah, it's just a Pantera <laughs> song. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, so that's the answer. Well, least favorite. Oh.
2: I mean, were, was it like when they were doing 2K15 and 16 and whatnot, um, they would like bring back old songs? I never liked that, me. Never liked that at all. Uh, I like Discovery. Do you mean old songs? Just like okay. Rebel, yeah. Like songs you've heard a million times. Oh, like, yeah. but, okay. Oh. Fair there's enough. nothing wrong with the songs themselves, just the fact that you've right. heard them a million times.
3: Yeah. All I can again think of is just Tony Hawk. Like there was a Tony Hawk with a random ring of fire on it. And I was like, what? but it was I mean that's a good song though, so I shouldn't I shouldn't say that's a least favourite it's not even from the wrestling games oh can I have got one I've got a least favourite one I've got one uh, We dem Boys <laughs> wasn't that on one of the newer ones and it was on like every menu you just go hold on oh, no, Weed
1: Boys I don't know if it's any of the WWE games or not but I just want to point out that I hate hated uh, the NXT season 1 and 2 Theme. What? We <laughs>
3: Don't
1: do that again. Well no, your... we've, we've awful, done that so Absolute last... dreck. The band split up after that album, and I'm glad <laughs> that's their punishment. <laughs> we have just begun. You Do you remember? Yeah, do you, a, do you remember
3: we talked about this last week. Slow a week ago. it down. Only a week ago.
1: We did, but I can't think of anything else. So <sighs> I, think I just rag on them again because it's rotten. I'll tell you what, though. If you
2: want your wrestling fix on Spotify, I need to recommend... I think I actually saw this on, like, Sport Bible or Sport Joe or something like that. It's that good and comprehensive. 685 songs. Whoa. 41 and a half hours. It's by Dean Pucker and Jack, and I'm sure he's affiliated with Inside the Rubs. Uh,
1: oh, him. Yeah. I know, know.
3: That, yeah, no, yeah,
2: He's put it together. It's called The Ultimate WWE Playlist, and it's got R slash squared circle in the title for some reason. So I assume it must have got shared on there as well. Wow. So go and. Go and like that thing on Spotify for all of your wrestling tune needs.
1: Mm-hmm. Lovely. Hey, up, diddlers! I was once in my local having a I pint. Thought that with was just you- him saying that.
4: That
1: was, was good to shove in there uh, with Neil Buchanan after Ooh. everyone's favourite band, Mersey, that played. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, Mersey. That's somebody. Good it? morning.
4: Mar-
1: I say it, He began to tell in depth about how he makes his own pants. But at this point, I was pissed as a fart and just thinking, holy poo, I'm sat talking to the fella from Art Attack. So he carried on telling me, and well, my only response was to ask the very important question Did you use BBA glue? <laughs> <laughs> well, he looked at me like I just stuck my Willy in head off oh, I then walked away and high fived the nearest stranger, being very proud of my joke. Is
3: this story true?
1: I went, don't it- be blue, Peter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cool. So, my question is what wrestlers would you put in a modern day version of Right to Censor?
3: What? <laughs> the question has no
1: relevance. Also, have you ever used PVA glue to make your own pants? Jack <laughs> from Bolton. I believe, you, Jack. I believe
2: this email because my freshers had a performance from Neil Buchanan and Marseille. And after the gig was over, he stayed in the student union and drank pints with the students. So, I believe oh. it. I didn't get near really? him like he was mobbed, mobbed. <laughs> I tell you.
3: <laughs> it was base hunter who always went around Durham, chatting up the young yeah. lasses and that. Yeah. Rocka, rocka, rock a rock a rock.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um, have I had? Have you? Have you have to fix your own pants, trousers. I imagine. I'm not very good at that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I have was... a rip or tear in my trousers, I've just left it and thought, well, that's cool, isn't it? That was the yeah. worst,
2: though. Like, you were playing football at school and then straight up the crotch. Whoop! Zip!
1: Oh. Oh,
2: terrible.
3: I never went in for any slideies, so never at risk, really, there. Yeah. What were you nah. going to say, Matthew? Did I'm honestly trying
1: it? to think of entertaining this guy's question, but I can't think of any way... Wait, of... what was the question? Have you ever used PVA glue to make your own pants? Or what wrestlers would you... I forgot about the other <laughs> What wrestlers would you put in a modern-day version of Right to Censor? Okay. Hmm. Um, Malcolm,
2: Malcolm Bivens would be in there for me. There's a. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Oh, he'd be
1: good. Uh, Baron Corbin. Yeah, he already <laughs> hate him. Um,
3: Sami Zayn. No, he's too like. Sami Zayn's a good I one. I think.
1: Yeah, no, he could do because he just like do stuff he doesn't like. Like I think Kevin Owens should be censored because I don't like him.
3: But he's a bit. He's a bit unkempt at the minute, isn't he? He's a bit scruffy. He's not like Stevie Richards was.
1: Stephen Richards. Stephen Richards, apologies. Apologies. Damn that. White socks. <laughs> no, white, white socks.
2: <laughs> I used to love... What was his issue with white socks? Was it just the black trousers? It must have been.
4: Yeah, Maybe, I always uh,
1: got told you're not supposed to wear... If you've got black trousers on and black yeah. shoes, you can't wear white socks. But Stephen Richards didn't care. That's why he was a heel. Yeah, so... <laughs> I think we answered the question there.
2: Who would be the female in there? Who would be the ivory when you work that oh, one off? Oh,
1: who'd be the ivory? Italia. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, why yeah,
3: not? Italia.
2: Yeah,
1: Natalia. Yeah. Or Lucy Evans could be like a yes. Well, in the fifties, we wouldn't have allowed this. Or whatever. yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, central oh, bits of no. leg being shown on TV and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. Thank you, Jack, from Bolton. Hello, lovely lads with WrestleMania right around the corner. Bloody hell, is it? And because it has been a couple of weeks since you have done a quiz, oh, no, uh, I've decided to make a quiz about the showcase of the immortals. All oh, right, we got them ready for this. So without a further ado, Matthew, if you could please hand it off to the catchphrase king, comma, right, he's typed the word comma and then put a comma, yeah. uh, Ross Twiddell, <laughs> so you and Jack can ball it out with your WrestleMania knowledge. Thanks winnie. to the whole Colaholic gang behind and in front of the camera. That's nice.
3: That is Turns nice. To Dick shouts to the
1: editors and that, yeah. yeah and all the content you put out. Colin from Massachusetts.
2: Thank you, Colin.
3: I lose these quizzes all the time.
2: Come on. What noises are you having this week, lads?
3: Uh,
1: oh, after that one question. Yeah.
2: Um,
3: I'll do the O oh, oh, oh from Greenlight.
2: Topical, because WrestleMania. Yeah. Question one. Only one WrestleMania main event has been between two wrestlers who went under their real... Comma shoot names. Which wrestlers oh. were they oh. and which WrestleMania was it?
3: Oh 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 Jack
2: is in there first.
3: Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar, WrestleMania 19.
2: Correct. Oh, oh, I cool. knew that fact already. There was, oh. a, was a big advantage.
1: brain on Jack.
2: <laughs> <laughs> question two: Which WrestleMania occurred latest in the calendar year? And crucially, this is a multiple oh. choice question. Oh. Was it WrestleMania two? Was it WrestleMania 29? Or was it WrestleMania 34?
3: Yeah. Twenty
2: nine. Incorrect, Jack.
3: Do I still get a go even though there's one Of course
2: left? you do. He got it wrong.
3: I'll go for two.
2: It was 34. Okay. Two was on the 7th of April, 29 was on the 7th of April, and 34 was on the 8th of April. Oh, 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 oh. close there. <laughs> uh, only two wrestlers have made their pro wrestling debuts at WrestleMania. Who are they?
3: Oh, oh, oh. Jack. Ronda Rousey and
1: Mr. T.
2: Half a point there.
1: Okay. Uh yeah. Is it Fandango?
2: Incorrect. Oh no. The other answer down here on this sheet of paper is Lana at WrestleMania thirty two in that pre-show. What
1: about
3: what about oh. Lauren, what about Lawrence Taylor? Did he have a match before uh-huh. that one?
2: Is he a wrestler?
1: He was only, then. Oh, only... oh right, okay. The questions
2: the semantics <clears> are key here. Well, okay. Well, yeah. Only two wrestlers have made their pro wrestling debuts. I think he's on the right track here. Which state has held WrestleMania the most times? This is multiple choice once again. Is it New York? Is it California? Or is it Florida? Yeah. Mafu.
1: It's gonna be New York.
2: Incorrect.
3: What? 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 Okay. Shock. Horror. Um. Oh, oh, oh! I'll have to guess. Florida.
2: It's California. No way. New York four times. Florida five times. California seven.
3: California, seven times. So it's, been, so it's been in Anaheim, it's been in LA, it's been in San Jose, uh, the 31, wherever it was, near San Francisco. Hollywood? Hollywood. Wait, the one that's coming up? Oh, no, yeah, yeah that one, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough then, fair I'm enough. Sure, I'm sure it's right.
2: Yeah. Um, who <laughs> are the oldest and youngest contracted wrestlers to ever wrestle at WrestleMania? And in brackets, no, not Nicholas.
1: Why not Nicholas?
2: Uh, not a contracted he
1: wrestler. The problem is there were no contract. WD's a union.
2: Uh, <laughs> so, oldest and youngest contracted wrestlers to ever wrestle at WrestleMania. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. yeah. Mafu? Youngest is going to be uh, Rene Dupree.
2: That's not the name written down here.
1: No? Um, for youngest, Jack, I'll go
3: for Randy Orton.
2: That is not the one that's written down okay. here.
3: Oldest contract.
2: Oldest, yeah. I'll give you an age. We shall help you along, no doubt. All 66 right. years of age. Yeah. Go on. V- Vincent Mann. No. Oh,
1: no. Oh, oh Rick Flair.
2: Close. Jimmy Superfly Snooker.
3: Oh. I see
2: what you're Oh, God.
1: Oh, have, oh, against, oh, that counts as oh, contract. Wait a minute. Against Jericho. <laughs> Hang <laughs> yeah. on. Oh, all
2: right. Young, Young, written youngest. Written down here was S.A. Rios.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, he was a Ben.
2: 20, 20 years. Oh, that would
1: have been a 98, right? It was Pantera. No. Nah, I'm getting that wrong, huh? Was he Pantera? Yeah, it was something like that. It began with a P. I
2: thought he was yeah. Mr.
1: Aguila Aguila. Oh yeah. Hey, when was Ese Rios at WrestleMania?
2: He was twenty years old apparently, this one, so I'm Maybe wondering. it was
1: a maybe it was a pre-show. Oh, yeah, Pantera's someone different. Oh, yeah, so who's, who's Mr. There?
3: Aguila
1: Mr. Aguila Aguila? Yeah. Mr. P- WrestleMania, because I can't be bothered. It's obviously a search. Uh here we go. Type his matches in cage match. He's now 43. Make it all feel bad. That is terrible, okay. isn't it? How young he is. <laughs> oh, no. Was it? Yeah, you're right. Was it? it wasn't Pantera. What am I talking about? Oh. Sorry. Yes, it was. Yeah. You're right then. Yeah, was that the uh, WrestleMania 14? 14. 14. Yeah. against Taka. Okay. That's right. right. I'm crap. Go on, Ross. Question
2: six. Which wrestler has opened WrestleMania and closed WrestleMania? This is all in capital, so I'll shout only one time each. Multiple choice once again. Is it Chris Jericho? Is it Big Show, is it Edge, or is it Randy Orton? Oh,
3: oh, oh, Chris Jericho.
2: Correct. He opened WrestleMania X7. He closed WrestleMania 18. Which famous wrestling city that has only hosted WrestleMania once had the highest pay-per-view buy rate? It's something everybody knows off the top of their heads, (laughs) I'm sure. Is it Atlanta? Is it Philadelphia? Or is it Boston? Oh, oh,
3: oh. I'll guess Boston.
2: Incorrect.
1: Have, uh, yeah, The one was, that wasn't Philly.
2: It was Philadelphia. Oh, WrestleMania <laughs> 27 <laughs> WrestleMania 27 was 730,000. Philadelphia WrestleMania 15 was 1.055 million. Did they, and then Boston was 800k for WrestleMania 14.
3: Do they do better buy rates? I thought the
1: one, Go on, sorry.
3: Yeah, I was just do they do better buy rates than like 28 and 29? When The Rock was
1: Yeah, I thought The Rock I was under the impression yeah, the Rock Cena one yeah. was the, the highest buy rate. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: That has only hosted on. Wrestlemania once, so maybe that's where the question...
1: Oh, of the ones... Oh! oh right, okay, teasing
3: yes. Teasing me. I've,
2: I've got your back, Colin, don't worry. Uh, question eight. <laughs> who is the only wrestler to main event Wrestlemania and one of the any incarnations of the annual 4th of January Tokyo Dome show, starting in 1991?
1: So, someone who headlined that and re- headlined Wrestlemania.
2: Wrestlemania and the Tokyo Dome show. Oh, okay. Oh, There's oh, two... Oh. Oh, okay. no, It's only one answer. Yeah, go on. Brock Lesnar. Correct. Oh, of co- Wait, which one did he. Tuken, head, like? Tukon. Tukon. She do. Chapter one, 2006. Oh, okay. Tukon. She <laughs> do. I hope I'm saying <laughs> that right. T O U K O N. Tukon. S H I D O U. Chapter one. 2006
1: oh. go on to do the next that? question while I'm checking this
2: Sorry. out of the total 19 unique English commentators that have worked Wrestlemania <clears throat> how many have also worked a match a bonus lads if you can also name them a Wrestlemania match or just a match 19 commentators that have worked Wrestlemania how many have also worked a match? So commentators who have also at worked a match. At oh, WrestleMania. Oh God! There's so nine. It? There's nine possible answers. Oh
1: yeah. Um, Michael Cole. Yeah. Jerry Lawler. Yep. Vince McMahon. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jesse Boy didn't do one at WrestleMania. Um. Don't lose it, Matthew. Don't lose it. Roddy Piper. No. No.
2: Oh, I've the questions there if Jack wants it we have three answers already we have six to no. go
3: well I mean I'm not gonna uh, 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 Coachman
2: oh. no okay no. other answers were Heenan JBL Taz Savage Striker, Otunga
1: okay Savage oh Wrestlemania 9 oh yeah yeah
2: Final question. <clears throat> Keep the enthusiasm up, lads. I believe yeah! in you. The ladder match is often a standout. Oh, hang on. The ladder matches often stand out match on even the best WrestleMania cards. Who has been in the most WrestleMania ladder matches? In brackets, crucially, any match with a title suspended above the ring. This is a multiple choice Oh,
1: of okay. Given that. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Christian? No. No? Oh, wow. No. I thought it would be like wow. the TLC matches and then going into Money in the Bank.
3: Oh, oh, oh. Jeff Hardy.
2: Incorrect. It's oh. Matt Hardy. Oh,
3: okay, right, yeah. If you'd let oh. me finish, it was actually
2: a multiple choice affair. You could have Edge with four, Christian oh, with five. That, that oh, sorry. <laughs> Shel and Benjamin were five, and Matt Hardy was six.
1: Okay. Oh.
2: Do you want to do the bonus question? But you both look like you're sick of your lives. No, so no, no, no I'm,
1: I'm, I'm having a good time. <laughs>
2: <yeah>. <laughs> five wrestlers have made a at both WWE's WrestleMania and NWA slash WCW Starcade. <gasps> name them. So you have got five wrestlers' to uh, name.
1: Yeah. Uh, Matthew. Uh, Rick. Uh, no, no. Yeah, no, no, I didn't headline WrestleMania. No, I, saw myself, I saw myself, I didn't say it, I didn't say it. Uh, Kevin Nash, because he did uh, Starcade 98 and yeah. WrestleMania. He didn't headline WrestleMania. Oh, he, hey, oh, he didn't, did he? <laughs>
2: the question just passed over to Jack. You know what I did? Okay.
3: Oh, Matthew, you idiot. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, One. Hogan. Um, Savage. Two. Oh my God, I'm getting nervous now. Big Show.
2: Incorrect.
3: No! Which, did he not headline a Starcade ever? Mustn't have done. Wow. No, wow. no it wouldn't have done. Oh, that's a shame. I've got i got two. The other names, <laughs> I try to three, think three which, names, though.
1: I'm trying to think which uh, Starcade Savage headline. Play. Sorry.
3: I don't know. I just guessed that he had one, had done one. Who are the other ones going to be? Go on.
2: Psycho Sid. Sid Vicious.
3: Okay. Of course he did, yeah.
2: Bret Hart. Oh, yeah, of course. Cool. Yeah. Roddy Piper.
3: Right, right. Roddy Piper. Oh, yeah. Was it a SARCA 96? Was it when he was two past it? Yeah. And that brings an end to the quiz. Okay. It was a good quiz. Enjoyed that one.
1: That's right. Star... Yeah. Flared that match of Savage at SARCA 95, the World Cup. Yeah. Cool. I didn't get any points. Congratulations, Jack.
3: A full one. Absolutely
1: annihilators. Fantastic. Happy for you.
3: I mean, I've I've written the scripts for a lot of our videos, like every mania and all that. So I did have a bit of an advantage. Yeah. That's right, you know. I've done like every mania main event ranked, so that helped a lot.
1: Yeah. But, you know, it's all good. It's one of these ones I could possibly do if i am it's me and a bit of paper and some time to think about it. on the spot. I'm, yeah, caught, I'm yeah. like, uh, yeah. I'm sure people in the comments are going, you're an idiot. I guess this in three seconds. I know. I'm that guy yeah. who watches the shows and go, you're stupid. <laughs> First on the chase, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have any other super quizzes for Ross, any questions or any random stories about TV presenters from the 90s, please, <laughs> please, please, for the love of God, send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Reese's Pieces. Hey, lads. I've been following you all for five years now. Good
3: God. I appreciate
1: all you've done for me. I'm sure many others, especially over this past year. As it's the road to WrestleMania, I thought it would be a good idea to build the ultimate WrestleMania card (sighs) by using previous matches. I was going to say, if the ratings are anything to go on, this will be the ultimate WrestleMania 2021. Um, The Reese's Pieces is to pick which one you prefer over to other. So, here we go. Fastest thought first go Ross, Jack, Mafu. Seth versus Miz versus Bala, WrestleMania 34. Or Razor versus Michaels, WrestleMania 10, in the Battle of the IC Championship matches.
3: 10 for me. The ladder match.
1: Yeah, it's hard to beat that. WrestleMania 10. US title, Jericho versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 33. Or Cesaro versus Neville, NXT 2013. Oh, Cesaro versus Neville.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was that uh? Was that like around WrestleMania time, or is he just putting in matches? From... I think he's just putting random matches. Okay. In, isn't
2: just to build yeah, that was
3: yeah,
1: before the NXT Super Show. So
3: okay, I think. Yeah, yeah,
1: that one Undertaker streak match: Taker versus Punk from WrestleMania 29, or Taker versus Triple H WrestleMania 28.
3: What? Why are you laughing at that for?
1: Oh, oh and WrestleMania 27 is the bad one. 28 is the enemy <laughs> Euro match. That's right.
3: That's the hell in a cell. Oh,
2: Sorry, I'll, go for, got... I'll go for 29. Me.
3: I. As We'll go for twenty-eight because it's got my favourite
1: near fall of the streak. Yeah, as good as that is, yeah, still punk because okay. I look back at that match now and think, end of an era. I kept on going and going and going and going. Didn't I? Uh women's title match: Bailey versus Sasha from Takeout Brooklyn. That one. Mania thirty-five: Ronda versus Becky versus Charlotte. Yeah, Brooklyn.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: Sasha and Bailey. Yeah, as a as an event, it was fantastic. But as a match, they've had way better else time, else, time elsewhere. Yeah. And wonder uh, was never seen or heard of again after that. Bloody hell. Tag team title match, TLC two, or the New Day versus the Usos versus Lucha Dragons from TLC two uh, thousand what twenty fifteen. That's the
2: that's the match where Kalisto goes through the ladder, isn't it? Where he goes. Up. Oh. It the, um, that's the only thing. Oh, TLC two.
1: Salido Del Sol is it called? Yeah. Yes, that's right. Thank you. TLC two, yeah, TLC two. It was very good, but TLC two. I mean, woof, woof. Barn burner match. That okay. should have the official title in of WrestleMania. The Barn burner match is next. Sami Zayn versus Nakamura NXT TakeOver oh, Dallas. I should rewatch that. God, have you oh. never seen it? No, I saw it, but I mean I haven't seen it like uh. for a few years. Uh, or oh, Angle versus Lesnar Iron Man match.
2: Oh, from SmackDown. Oh, SmackDown. Oh, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go for the second one there. Oh, I love the Iron Man match on SmackDown.
1: I'll go for the first one because
3: that deserved a smaller length, like TV show to really thrive.
1: So I'll go for Zayn Nakamura. I'll go for Zayn versus Nakamura. Um, Iron Man matches, I'm kind of sick of because every match feels like an Iron Man match anyway. <laughs> that is a class.
3: <laughs> that is a class one though. Yeah, that's, that's a good really
1: one. good. Piss break match. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Lola versus Michael Cole, WrestleMania 27, or Kane versus Carly, WrestleMania 23. I don't remember that. How
2: long is your piss for the first one?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mate, um, you could buy a sandwich, <laughs> digest it, wait for it, then have a bowel movement, and that match will still be gone on.
2: I'll go for that first one for that reason then, Matthew, so you can have a nice, leisurely stroll to the concession stand and not be in a rush. Yes,
1: yeah. that's a good, I agree, that one. That's great Remember, Res- we,
2: we only went to the box at WrestleMania 32. I forget who I was with, it, but I think it was <laughs> with Sam. And then the rock's music started hitting and everyone turned around and ran back to the seats.
3: I did that, but I'm sure Sam was with me as well. Was it all three of us?
2: I think it must have been.
3: Yeah, we were walking to the toilet because it was like, the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders. And we were like, oh, walking to the toilet. And then it's like, if you smell. And everybody in front just turns around and we're like, oh, my God. It was insane. It was really fun, though. Ah, it's
2: Dwayne.
3: Yeah, we were like children.
4: Eee!
1: (laughs) Oh, God i will go Kane versus Carly because the battle of the Hall of Famers <laughs> WWE Championship match The Rock versus Austin Mania 17 this is going to be hard to beat mate or CM Punk versus Cena Money in the Bank 2011 oh, oh, right. filthy,
2: filthy slag I'll go for 17 <laughs> 17 for me
3: I'll go for Money in the Bank 2011 because it's maybe my favourite match I'm not sure
1: I have to beat your Rock. I have to beat you. Like, you can't understand. Yeah, it's going to be just one. Fair enough. More. Anyway, thank you again so much for your great content. This is my first time writing in. I didn't know whether this had been done before. All the best, George.
4: Thank, thank you, George. you, George. Yeah, thanks very all much. All the
1: best to you too. And if you have awesome. any Reese's Pieces for us, some of the same places, the other crap you send us, mailbag at cultaholic.com. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate your emails. Thank you
2: very much, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> we
1: certainly do. Thank you very
2: much.
0: It's called the The ah, well, I'm the Dandy
3: Highwayman that you're too scared
2: to mention. I spend my cash on looking flash and catching your attention. Don't smoke and don't do drugs. Are oh, we doing Adamant references? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Because it's time, Matthew. What is it next week? time for me to stub my toe and go, ah, 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 yeah. (laughs) NXT, take our stand Stand and deliver. Stand
3: and deliver. Sorry, I'll now let you do your typical opening to the last segment of the show. Yeah, we have to feel like Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, People
1: go, I wanted Matthew to say, ah. (laughs) Ah. yeah see, there you go. Uh, What a a lovely podcast. Thank God, it's done, it's done. I don't know you're going to say this for it. It was, like you, yeah. it was like a compulsive...
3: Was like compulsion... In we, should we it. do it at the same time? No, 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 it's fine. It's just a hero. Sure? Yeah.
2: Okay. That's the boyhood dream though, isn't it? <laughs> a three-way...
1: Ah, ah. <laughs> One, two, oh, three. Ah. Ah. What a, hot a hot lovely hot podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, next week, I'm not sure if you, anyone's told you, but there's a lot of wrestling before the two-day WrestleMania... There's going to be NXT Take Hour.
3: Is it on when, It's Wednesday and Thursday? Is it? Aye, is it Wednesday Tuesday you Wednesday.
1: stand, and yeah. Thursday you deliver. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the idea there with the crazy name. And let's run down what we think the best match or event is going to be during those two days. Because, of course, before, we're going to NXT UK like the rest of wrestling.
3: Before we uh, do. There is a match on here that Matthew will immediately identify as the best match of the... I <laughs> Oh, here we go. <coughs> uh, didn't
1: realise
3: you, you were such a big fan of basketball. Aha.
1: Hey. Uh-huh. Pete Dunne versus Kushida in a singles so, match. That'll be a good match. Oh. That'll be good. Yeah. Mm. MSK, who presumably uninjured by this point, will take on the... Uh, versus Legado del Fantasma. Rowling. King. I am Bostatla. That Bostatla.
3: That oh, that's, that's a good match as well <laughs> fun fact whenever they're brought up in NXT in the recap I always write in Matthew's notes Escobar's boys because I'm scared about him pronouncing Legando del Fantasma so oh do yeah you ever, oh, do you ever? do you ever, ever noticed this but like since they started I've called them Escobar's boys and you just read it every time you're like Escobar's boys I'm like yes it's yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. they call themselves Escobar's boys well yeah. Escobar does the others are like no we don't like that <laughs> Or or will Mendoza could do Mendoza because they're Simpsons and uh, Joaquin Wild. Yes, i got him on Facebook, so I know what to say his name. Nice. That's how it that works. Because I don't dare mispronounce his name. Uh, then yes, the match you talked about before. Uh, Jack, the six-man gonna eliminate the match to determine the number one contender for the NXT Northern American Championship <laughs> on Night Two. <laughs> TNA TNA. Um, Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis versus LA Knight. Who was in TNA? Oh, I think that, that it's
3: got enough fun characters in to be a fun match, but it could drag.
1: Five stars. eliminator can yeah. You know. mm. But variety is a spice of life and something NXT needs, so I'm all for that. be funny when LA Night wins, though. Aye, uh, Loomis has got it in the bag. It says here the main event is Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship, and I'm sure that's going to be a barn burner, as they say, a slobber knocker. Uh, but, I mean, someone needs to just change the... Wikipedia thing for NXT because uh, the main event is called Volta versus Tommaso Champa, the NXT United Kingdom title.
3: That's going to be a class match, isn't it?
1: Yeah. You'd hope. What are we reckoning? We're reckoning then that thatcher and the crew are going to come out and help Volta win.
3: Every time someone says Thatcher, I think Margaret, Maggie, just, Stop. Ma- Maggie, thatcher comes, Maggie Thatcher comes out. <laughs> it's just like, I'm now privatising this belt. It doesn't belong oh. to me.
2: <laughs> oh, dear me. One, um, spot, one spot I want to see in that match is Walt, uh, sorry, Volta, beg me pardon, Matthew, I'm very sorry, Volta chopping the top of Champa's head. <laughs> Imagine the noise that would make. I hope he hasn't kept growing his hair back. You it's, want it smoothly
3: shaven for that spot.
2: There's none there, right on the top, there not there? He's got like the, the. Yeah, true.
1: A more severe shearer going Oh, So he does that, and then what? He turns Adam Cole's size.
3: <laughs> it's like he's lost it's like he's been hit once in Mario
1: and he shrinks yeah. down a little, <laughs> little, <laughs> little <laughs> yeah oh, forever now. I was, I was <laughs> I'll get you to take my shin
3: I'm looking forward oh, on a serious note to the spot where like Tachamba's firing up because he's really good at slapping people I remember that he had a match with Organo before their feud in 205 La- in um, the Cruiserweight Classic and he slapped him really hard and I remember thinking oh he's got a good slap can't wait for him to start slapping Walter, and then Walter
1: just to go boosh going to be good
4: yeah slap
1: and daft so it's a hard one at night two let's see what we've got Ember Moon and Shotsu Blackheart versus The Way I was going for Jack to do his little you know what we should do
2: we should make a competition out of this it's like we should pick one for night one and then pick one for night two and then pick an overall okay
3: it's not going to change Matthews but okay
1: you know what I'm going for Uh, any variation there Jack no I'm also going to go for channel. okay great and Ross
2: I'll go for the tag team affair because if there's one thing mm. NXT do well, it's an opening match tag team thing, isn't it?
1: That could be a very good match. To be fair, they do. Corner to this Dunn versus Kushida's opening, but hey, ah, I don't think, it's, I be, don't be, think like, it's, it doesn't matter. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think.
3: I don't think it's in the right. Yeah, probably yeah, in the right. Order. But yeah,
1: no, you're you are right, Ross. So then Emma Moon and uh, take on the way for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship.
3: that will be
1: good, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I like Shotzi. Yeah. I see her WrestleMania entrance. Oh, two There's tanks. Is this called WrestleMania entrances? NXT One takeover eight. WrestleMania weekend entrance. One tank each.
2: Where is it
3: in the is Tank it on in top
1: the... of another tank.
2: <laughs> it's not in a special building, is it? It's just in the. the i have,
3: have a check, but I'm assuming it's just. It in is the CWC. taking place
1: at the Capital Wrestling Center. Okay. CWC. Yeah, CWC. <clears throat> Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly in an unsanctioned match.
3: Oh. oh. Ructions. I'm going to enjoy that match, and then Matthew isn't, and we're going to have a falling out of that match.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Kyle O'Reilly in a singles match. It's been a while since we've seen one. Yeah, true. Like the last one was Kyle O'Reilly versus Finn Balor, and I love that. So I don't know if Kyle O'Reilly can get Adam Cole out of the wrestling like every match is a Gargano match. It'd be good to yeah. see.
3: I feel like they've had. I feel like this match has happened at a Wrestle Kingdom before, which sounds bizarre, but I think it has for the Ring of
1: Honor belt. Anyway. Good times. Then, when we get that question again, which matches have happened at NXT takeout that happened at New <laughs> Japan, you can go. You go. You go. Uh, uh, uh. Call versus already. Yeah. And beat me by about eleven nil. The ten nil this week. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Gauntlet eliminator for the NXT North American Championship. That's fine. It depends
4: then, who it is, doesn't
1: it? Yeah. yeah. And then Jordan Devlin, the NXT Cruiserweight Champion, versus Santos Escobar, the interim NXT Cruiserweight Champion. Uh, If had a match to determine who is the NXT uh, title holder, because Devlin is the champion still because COVID prevented him from defending it, but he never lost it. And now Centos is like, haha, I won the tournament. It's not. That's it, isn't it?
3: Devlin's really angry at Escobar, and it's not Escobar's fault. It's WWE's fault for making the situation unclear. If they hadn't wanted this situation to arise, they should never have created a second
2: an interim belt. If anything, Jordan Devlin should be happy because he could have been Sami Zayn. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, take, you know, count yourself lucky, Bonnie lad.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think it will be a good match, but I feel like the show doesn't need the ladder. Like, Matthew was probably right when he said the Shawn Michaels bit was silly on
1: last week's NXT. It's also funny because that match happened, the original WrestleMania 10 ladder match, happened because Shawn Michaels failed a drug test, a (laughs) steroid test, and Hilariously, I think still this defense this day is I did not I did wasn't on steroids. Wasn't still to this day it's just I wasn't. I was on everything else. <laughs> but I wasn't on steroids. And so I went, ah no, sod I'm going home. And it's good that he's like, hey, hey, you know that match I had because I was because I failed the business? <laughs> We're doing it again. Like, anyway, yeah. And then uh, Finn Balor versus Karen Cross. I think I'm
3: NXT not hyped for this one, you know. Don't know why.
1: Well, it feels like Lashley-Drew where the two guys that want to be stars, but they haven't really done that thing where
2: there's I hope heat cross, between I, I hope <clears throat> Cross flattens
1: him, me. I don't Ooh. know what it is. I hope oh, he flattens okay.
3: him.
1: Oof. I'll love it. Uh, I think bala has been so good as NXT champ.
3: Oh, yeah. He's he's a great lad and everything. You know, <laughs> we will love him. He's we'll a great it. lad. He's a great lad down the pub. He's a right? bonny lad. Like... He's a bonny lad. But sometimes you just come up against a big man. <laughs>
1: Oh dear man! <laughs> this this segment, unlike NXT Takeout, is not delivering. Uh, <laughs> no, it's,
4: it's good. It's good. It's good. Can it's we really good. we
2: stand up to make it sort of half half right? <laughs>
4: yes.
1: We're adamant that this is going to deliver.
3: You
1: heard me. So I'll be interested to see how that works. Is this Karen Cross's first match? No, it's not right, is it? No, he no, hasn't. It's it's sort of it? yeah, yeah. Oh. Cool. So you had a tag match with Balor
3: when uh Danny Burch or Oh, and then and did the something injury. happen and the yeah. he hit one
1: another and, over and you're like, oh no, spaghetti hose. I did not want that to happen. <laughs> oh great. Sixty <laughs> sucks. So this will be interesting. I'll be watching these. Uh no, I I'm joke, I kid, I kid. This'll be the the takeovers are better than watching Do you know the, what? the weekly show. Night one, the lineup is insane. I
3: think night one could be an incredible show. And night two as well, to be fair. But night
1: one looks sick. So what do you think is the best match at night two, Jack? I'm going to go for uh, O'Reilly and Cole.
2: Hmm. I agree with the... I
1: don't want to say... that uh, uh, Balavus cross. Fair enough. Now we need to... <laughs> now we need to go well, down one further. To... Yeah. It's...
2: So we've got oh, night, night One's winner was, was <laughs> Champer and Volta. And we've got Night Two's winner, which was Colin O'Reilly.
3: Um, I'm, I'm going to go for gonna... Colin
2: O'Reilly, me, Matthew. I'm going to get in there first, Jack. I'm going to tell on. you straight, Matthew. Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly will be the best match I've had a me, over the two nights.
1: How was cool. the beer, by the way? Oh, it was
2: absolutely stupendous. Nice. Oh, a I'm stupendous confectionery. I've oh. got five more down there. That's the beauty of it all.
1: I don't know. Uh, Ross. They look nice, but they look like they taste vile to me. <laughs>
2: Thank you, vile, for sending this to Ross Shagmaster.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah, overall yeah, winner. yeah. Um, you know what? Right? Can, can what? I shock you? I think that <laughs> I um, love wine. <laughs> I'm going to go for Champa Walter because I think there's a slight risk of O'Reilly and Cole getting too dramatic, too amateur theatrics, whereas you know what Champa Walter is going to be and the chances are it's going to deliver. So I'm going Champa Walter.
2: And Matthew will be
3: standing.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm having a look. I thought there was an NXT UK uh, takeover. Pre-
2: the Prelude, that's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah, the Prelude. Yeah, I'm looking
1: prelude. at NXT UK Takeout on Wikipedia, and it's not there. It's called The Prelude. The Prelude, that's why. Oh, because it's not a take... Oh, that's a bit pedantic, yeah. isn't it? NXT UK. How dare you make me type? Let's have a quick look and see what it says. There's Oof. no
3: Wikipedia for
1: it, what? There's, yeah, it's not on Wikipedia. Oh, Does it I've exist? Ca- has it been cancelled? I don't, I don't know. know. Do people know what's happening? Have we just scooped something? <laughs> <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> It's yeah, scheduled... the first the first thing to come up is a WWE link. That Wait, never happens.
3: It's scheduled for the same day as Night Two.
1: NXT UK. How's NXT. that? Thursday, April eighth. Oh, you're right. I thought the idea was it was going to be me too. Tuesday, it to because it's Tuesday. Yeah. a prelude. Yeah. yeah. What? Oh, it's actually airing. That's a horrible Wait, idea. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we all not. Oh, no one ta- cares. Tyler ta- ta- but... versus
3: Noam Dar. No pinky, no party. The lads. What <laughs> can not miss that?
2: Hang on. You type in NXT prelude on Twitter, and oh, there's a few here. Uh, I'll put NXT blah, blah, UK. See, so I put in NXT UK. It, people are asking what's happened to NXT UK. There's a, a, a Twitter <laughs> account here. Living for Ziggler. Is the at? Is the, the <laughs> hashtag there. Uh, sorry, the handle there. What happened to the NXT UK prelude? It was supposed to air on the eighth of April, but that's second night of NXT stand and deliver.
1: <laughs> Wait, I what sorry? They're not going head to head with each other, are they? I
2: think it's just been cancelled, lads. But
1: wow, no one knows. Right now. As, as the timing of this podcast, no one knows. March the
2: 28th, NXT UK put hashtag NXT UK colon prelude Volta versus Rampage Brown. Yeah. That was the 28th of March.
3: But Volta's on, Volt on the... Let's go on
2: com. The That's the place to find out.
1: <laughs> this is is it? Shows. Is it though? <laughs> you never, I never have to look at W.com to find out information about WWE shows. Ever. NXT on...
2: UK. Um,
1: mm-hmm. I'm
3: on... Uh... I'm on NXT UK's Twitter account and they're just promoting Walter and Devlin's matches. So the stand and deliver matches, but there's no mention of the prelude. That's
2: right. There's, so there's a video here European legends break down Volta versus Rampage Brown, which is a video I need to see because who are the European legends?
1: Dirt Bike Kid, <laughs> <laughs> UK Undertaker. I don't think it's on it. Iceman. There's Ice no, man. no mention the flat of it. The Floodliners could tell both there's no mention
3: of them. There's no mention of it at all.
2: Not on WWE.com. My
1: word. That's so weird. Oh, I really know what's happened. Small they've they've looked fuming. and gone, wait, that's a lot of shows for WrestleMania. Let's get rid of one.
3: <laughs> Can we find out,
1: lads? It's would a great a weird... way to end this podcast, by the yeah, way. Just abject confusion. <laughs> what has happened? NXT UK. Has it been cancelled? Rescheduled. Will the boys ever do a
3: podcast under three hours? <laughs>
1: Uh, has it been taken by the 1973 Denver Broncos? Well,
3: yeah, we're doing the South Park Officer Barbrainer. Oh, man. Uh, who the hell put Kyle in charge?
2: Dave Taylor. Dave Taylor's
3: oh, in this
1: Oh, yes. Good Finley,
2: Regal, and Brookside are the ones.
1: Okay. And they're all Dave, asked, Dave. do you know what it is?
2: <laughs> well, this video is, is still on the homepage on... Or the, the NXT UK homepage on com. Okay. So, Maybe it is. Still happening. That is the only reference to it, though. There's no like, no like. Oh, there you go. NXT UK prelude set to take place on the 3rd, on the 8th, 8th of April. Right. Uh, <laughs> what would WrestleMania week be without Sports <laughs> Entertainment's fastest growing brand?
4: <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> so.
2: I would argue the same, NXT UK. Uh, the superstars of NXT UK will take center stage for NXT UK Prelude on Thursday, April the 8th, streaming exclusively oh yeah. on Peacock in the US on a network elsewhere. What we already know is that Tyler, Tyler Bate will cl- uh, clash with Noam Dar at NXT UK Prelude to determine the number one contender for A-Kids Heritage Cup Championship, as announced by Johnny Saint. Uh, what else will be in store for this can't miss event question mark that is the end of the preview oh they're, they're asking
1: us
3: <laughs> Walter well, versus Rampage right no
1: yeah that'll be it the two matches
3: but he's going to be in America the next night so I don't think it is they've realised
1: private jet yeah ringkampf airways who <laughs> will lose a bet at Cultaholic and be forced to review NXT UK prelude will it be Andrew Jack the Java that's what, that's Owen I can't breathe. <laughs> uh, Tom Campbell dressed as Adam the Ad.
3: Oh, man. That's a good ending to the show.
1: Well, we've got nothing. We've just blown <laughs> away the news about NXT UK Prelude. What else do you want from us? We don't know. So you have to tune in next week for more Ramblins. That's pretty much it, isn't it? Ramblins, wrestling, and what happened at the events that we just talked about. Ross, what have you got to fill the gap between now and next week for the listeners?
2: Two Straight of Hells, one with Mark Goldbridge, which, which went live on Wednesday. That beer has hit me. I get trained for some reason. Another one with Gable Stevenson, who is the guy who won the NCAA Division I thingy. He's basically the second Brock Lesnar. He's going to be doing all kinds of things in wrestling very, very soon indeed. Um, he's also going to be in the Olympics, I think. He's at, he at the trials this week, and I assume you'd get in there because he seems to be very, very good. The Straight of Hell coming with him as well, a tier list with myself and Adam Pachainty doing the special wrestle 25. Uh, special Wrestlemania entrances because we did them all we'll be here until Wrestlemania 38 so that's all I've got coming up
1: soon beautiful
2: Jack
3: Uh, I don't know if the football manager twitch stream is on next week with me and Owen because obviously it's very busy and we don't know when we'll be awake and asleep and what we'll be doing when so I'm not going to say anything about that yet uh, but I did do an article on Andrade, which is up on the website, if you haven't seen it this week, about uh, his exit and why why NXT wastes the potential of so many talented stars. Matthew, what have you got? Thank
1: you for doing that daytime TV voice at the end. <laughs> uh, I have the stream of Silent Hill Part 3. Mate, I have had so much fun talking. To the, is that the one where you the, play
3: as the teenage girl?
1: Uh No. Okay, is that four? Okay. Yes. Oh, sorry. I mean, it's the third part of my Silent Hill what I raise. I oh, saying that. Yeah, sorry. right, right, right. Silent right. Hill Part Three. It's like what are you on about. Yeah, beg your pardon. But so far, I've gotten near way with the game because okay. all we've been doing is telling crap jokes in the chat. It's been. <laughs> I've loved it. I've loved it more than anybody else. Um, and there'll be. A, I want to say there'll be a guest appearance, but I've got a video of someone, so that's Ooh. all I'm going to say. Oh. And uh, yeah, that look forward to. But for now, I'll remind you that you can go to patreon.com forward slash call to nominate one of the fabulous Hall of Fame picks. Mine, please. Or send us your lovely thoughts at mailbag at call But for now, we will leave you the same way that Andrade has left WWE and go Adios. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. You'll put your hand towards okay. the camera and go. One, two, three, Join us!
0: Join us! us.